Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tides of Death. How are we doing today? I'm doing fantastic. I am fantastic. Actually, that was so great. Oh my god, that's so good to hear. Have any the... of you seen Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, the movie? Mm -mm. It's it's not out in Germany yet. I'm so well, When it does come out in Germany, or yeah. Ireland, or the UK, or uh, where Neil lives. Colorado. Colorado, please go and see it. It is the best movie I think I've ever seen, and it is worth your time. Whoa. Uh, best yeah, fact. absolutely. Three days to watch yeah, it. Yeah, you need to go see it and tell me how you liked it. Everything all the time? It's everything, everywhere, all at once. It is an okay. 824 film, and it is immaculate. I just needed to share. Like, what does 824 mean? Every time I'm recommended uh, a film like this, I go in and hate it. Or pursue Everything you hear, something like like this, you go in and hate it. Yeah, like everyone's like, "Watch Breaking Bad," and I was like, "Shit, really?" <laughs> oh, okay. I I don't really I don't usually hype a movie up, and I was skeptical about this movie because Steve was hyping it up a lot. But genuinely, this is a beautiful piece of art, and it's amazing. I will definitely watch it because I it sounds interesting. Yeah. Check it out. Is it in Chinese? Um, it's like in it's like in English for the most part, but there are subtitles of sometimes when they speak Chinese. All right. Okay. Cool. Alrighty. Well, where did we leave off with our last session? I think John was a few seconds away from us. He was probably, you know, like twenty. Literally, you out. could probably see me. Yeah. Yeah, we could see him. He You're was at least a full round boots. ahead of you. At least. I can, I can agree with that. A well, full round, maybe two full rounds ahead of you. Dragging. Yep. Okay, sorry about that problem. Welcome back to Tides of Death. <clears throat> what we were saying, John. John's John in a bit weighs of trouble. 600 pounds. He weighs right. 4.1 times his usual body weight, which I think so is probably somewhere, between, yeah, yeah. probably somewhere between 150 and 200. Yeah, so he's being dragged through the burning streets of Oak Town. The other party members were fighting off some enemies, eventually just barely killing the guard in front of them. And looking down the street, flaming buildings on either side, they see John being like dragged round a corner, half a, a block or two down. You can begin to pursue. The sprints towards him. Yeah, the raging inferno of the town on fire. Uh, in the raging inferno of the town on fire, one of the grain silos used to feed the cows goes up in a large grain explosion, blasting debris and flaming um, uh, what's the thatch all over the streets in front of you, blocking off your route to John. He's somewhere in the town, out of sight, as the whole thing begins to burn down. So what do we do? Do you brave the infernos of the town, risking life and limb because one of you's at one HP and one of you's at 14 HP in hopes that you might find him? Do you retreat and come back for him a later day? Is there a third option? Um, Archie is, so we should be far behind him. Like, I agree that the grain silo can blow up or whatever. That's mm -hmm. totally fine and realistic. But we should be able to, no one will throw this out. We should be able to find him. Let's keep going. We should be able to catch him. John is 600 pounds right now, and they yeah. are not going to be dragging him quickly at all, especially after that um, huge blow up great you see yeah. the road in front of you that they were dragged down is sort of covered in burning debris if you run through this burning debris you can make a saving throw versus breath weapon for half damage um uh taking 
2d6 because it's a large area of flaming air. 1d6 because it's a large area of flaming debris um, on a failure and half of that on a success. Um, Nilram will pull out his healing salve and he will hand it to Archie and tell him that he can't possibly go. He's going to return to the ship and get the crew. Um, but these two are going to have to brave it. The two of you by yourselves going into enemy territory in the middle of an inferno? Are you willing to risk your lives for John? Is he that good of a captain? Of course. I, I, I mean, Archie is 100%. Archie is. He's going to demand Archie. that everyone else come with him. Nilrim can't physically come. He's too injured, and he'll tell you that. Um, I, I guess. No, Archie wouldn't wouldn't use the healing cells at this point because it would cost time, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, takes time to he, sit in. Yeah, yeah. He he would just sprint as fast as he can. All right. Can I get saving throws versus breath weapons from both of you, please? Absolutely. So. How have you been told against this, Sal? <laughs> well, Archie's important enough to be kept. So if Archie's going in, I'm pretty, I'm pretty like safe in my health. Healthy, so I'm not feeling yeah. dangerous yet. Hold on, sorry, I'm struggling with roll twenty right now. Um, um, Nilrim's gonna go back to the ship and get it ready to go. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's not leave without it. Greenzerg, would you please roll me d6 for how much damage your rescuers take? Yes. You can trust me. I'm gonna roll. You said life. you said two d six. Two d six. One d six. I think two d six is a little okay. bit much. That's that's actually quite a bit of damage. Great. Um, <clears throat> so uh, Pokemon challenges yeah. will take one. Potato McWhiskey will take three. As you race oh, across the streets. Three right. damage accepted. Um, when you get past the burning debris, you get to that area where like the street turns and you saw them drag John's body down here. And this is like a narrow street that connects a whole bunch of other avenues. You're going to have to figure out which one it was that they dragged him down. Was it the first street, the second street, the third street? Did they go left? Did they go right? Um, I'm going to need lawyer me how you're going to decide where he went and what check you want to use to follow the tracks through the, the burning town. People screaming and soldiers everywhere. Why? Why is wisdom a good? The heads of the enemy soldiers. I'm there. I'm there because like town's burning down, right? And they've got precious cargo, so they're gonna pick the second safest route. They don't want to go the the obvious route because that's where we'll chase. They'll mm. go the second safest route. But for this, so wouldn't you have to check. know where they were going? Where do you think they're going? They're probably going to. Uh, a stone building of some kind that can't burn down. Like, for example, there's a the keep in town. Or the keep, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you can see the keep from where we are. It's positioned on a slight bit of a hill, so it has like an overlooking view. It's also a tall building. You can see it, and you can see which of these paths probably leads there, even though you haven't been to this town before. Um, so you're going to make a wisdom check. What do you look for? Yeah. Um, nice. Okay, so let's hear me out on this, okay? Archie has a lot of experience dragging heavy things. Uh-huh. Right? Because he's a very strong man. Um, so he would know which paths other strong people would take dragging heavy things. <laughs> so I would argue that a high-strength character would could, could use that attribute and their experience with it to figure out what other characters 
would decide based on their strength. What would experience be like? So you're going to say that you're... By knowing what it's like to drag a body, you would be able to tell which route to go down based on the difficulty of the route, and that's a physical stat derived from your... Your yes. strength, which because is Archie would be like, okay, that path has like stairs, right? I, I, mm. I, as a strong person, wouldn't drag a body upstairs. I would drag it up somewhere where it's like more sloped, Sick. for example. And you, you want to tell me that's a strength skill, not an intelligence or wisdom skill? Yeah, correct. <laughs> it's, it's maybe perception because he's looking for what he training. would see. Fuck it, Archie, do it. Hell yeah. Oh my god. Well, the both of your your checks agree. The first most obvious route um, it would be just the very next corner, and that sort of twists and winds between an area that gets a little bit narrow. And Archie, you're looking at this, and you're like, well, normally this is a fine place to go, but if you're dragging an enlarged person, he might get stuck in this area. There's like barrels and boxes in the way. It could be a little bit of a problem. And Sale, you said you don't go for the first obvious place. You go for the second obvious place, right? So the very next row over it goes down maybe 50 feet and then hooks left right away this is some other narrow alley in the back side of two different building um, blocks this is the second best option to go down and it has the advantage of you losing sight of anything that goes down it right away so our two party members chase down this street um as you get down the street you can hear voices coming ahead of you Uh, it's sort of loud talking there's a fire in the town. There's chaos happening all around you. Are you going to stop and pick out what they're saying? Or are you barreling through anyway? Um, Quickly. Uh, Split second decisions. I, Archie, do you run? I'm barreling through. Do you listen? I'm, you through. Through. I'm running. I'm running. All right. You come round the corner and you find an oversized Captain John being set down as six soldiers stand about, two of them huffing and puffing, sweat running down their faces. Two others seem very fresh and alert, spot you two coming. And then the other two look like um, one officer and a squire who have recently arrived, probably with these other two as reinforcements or maybe a search party running through town. They see you. Two of them immediately spring to action in this narrow alleyway. Really, it's only one person wide in like a a fighting capability, but since they have spears, they can sort of like line up next to each other. But only one of you with either um, rapier or fists can engage them. Who's the first to jump into the fray? I'm going in. All right, roll me initiative. Fuck them up. Uh, I'm going to start casting Chaos Warden Archie. Okay. From behind him. Yeah. All right, I go first. I'm punching. Uh, <laughs> yes, you go he's, first. He's punching. He's he punches. punches. 18 is a hit, right? Uh, 18 <laughs> is definitely a hit. Yes, you smash one of them in the face. Six damage. Uh, does not quite kill them. You're uh, going to. It's the strongest one alive. That Great. is all of that is a a hit and it will destroy the person one guy immediately drops to the ground the other spearman grabs their weapon and thrusts it into your body Archie free block free block ooh is good is doesn't matter they they would have missed anyway so they try and like jab you in the ribs and you push the spear into the building beside you John Um, I roll initiative for Seymour 
Okay, he's good. He's throwing. He's throwing stones. No shot. Where's Seymour? Where? Wait, he's where is Seymour? He's, he's, he's coming after me, right? He was with me. The fighting started. He leapt off my shoulder. He was kind of walking around. He's been following through the building. Roll a breath Jay. saving Are throw you versus Seymour. Yeah, Seymour needs <laughs> yeah. to make me a saving throw versus breath weapon to get through the flames. See? I think he deserves some sort of advantage for being a monkey. Like, he's not stupid, right? I mean, he's more stupid than a person. <laughs> no, he's not just going to go into fire, is he? He's going to find the a way he around. Can climb over it, no? Yeah. The buildings yeah. are on fire. I think well, a monkey doesn't go run into a flaming building, Captain John. Are you sure no, you, you want to risk Seymour's life well, right here? Maybe not any monkey, but Seymour would. Seymour would. All, All right. right, just roll, roll me the saving no, throw versus breath what's weapon. His, what's his save? What's his save? What's his HP? Yeah, what's his HP? He's probably all right. It's like uh, roll me a D6 for his HP, please, if he hasn't already rolled it. <laughs> I roll his D6 for HP. Okay, He's got I'm four doing hit it. I'm points. it. Let's fucking go. All right, give yeah. me a saving throw versus breath weapon. Boom! Probably Did not. you get it? Good enough. That's... Well, I don't know. What, he's, what level monkey is he? He's a level zero monkey. His saving throw versus <laughs> breath weapon is uh, 20. Oh. Yeah, he takes <laughs> three damage. He's at one HP. He's alive. Okay. Okay, he's throwing he's rocks. He's following behind the alleyway. He picks up a rock. He hurls it at one of the guards. It um, hits. It's a fucking hit. A 14 is actually a hit. No, no. A, nine, no, a, a 19. 19. What's 19. the... Four, oh, the 14 is a saving throw. Oh okay, yeah, the God. 19's the a hit. Damage. A 19 actually guards. clears by 5. A 19's a crit. Roll me another oh, D2. aren't doing okay, that in this campaign. Dude, that's 2 right? damage. No, but it, it's a natural oh, 19, it's 19 and it clears yeah. by 5. <laughs> Yeah, you crit the guard for two damage with the rock in the head, Seymour. <laughs> That's good. Nice. That's better damage than sail. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Chaos shield yeah, Seymour goes off. After this. Uh, um, as I'm casting my Chaos shield, I the glint of the fire reflects off Archie's anti-magic shield, and I redirect the spell to myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. You can change your subject. Um, is there like an obvious way that I could run around and get behind these guys? No, it's a tight building, uh, tall two-story buildings right here. Just, you know, Archie in front of you, the spearman back there, then the officer and the squire and the other two people who have been hauling him. There's doors, there's windows. Um, you're like, you know, if there's two buildings that run sort of parallel, this is the alleyway between them where people dump their trash. All right, I pick up a brick and throw it. I just, I throw a brick. Just chuck it at one of the people. Yeah, roll me a roll to hit. Uh, D20? Mm-hmm. Uh, no dex on that, or...? There's, um, on your character sheet at the very top of the combat section, there's, like, a, a missile attack button, or a basic attack missile. Okay. Yeah, eight. The brick goes overhead. Whoosh! Missing them, shattering on the wall above the people, the place where you can see the officer of all people, has stopped and is binding John's wounds. And up uh, from the that area, you can hear the officer telling the two people who have been hauling this body that this is a pirate, and we need information about where the pirates are. Take him to the keep at all costs. The White Prince needs the information this man has. Um, the binding of wounds is successful because the officer has a first aid proficiency and he will take his position in line with his squire. One soldier in front, then the officer and the squire, then the two people hauling John through the streets. How long does enlarge last? Um, I mm. think it's two rounds per level, but let me make sure. 
Maybe one turn per level. It's five Gosh. rounds per level. Ooh, okay, so yeah. John is going to be enlarged for a good while here. We're the whole gonna, time, yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, no, all right. Yeah. Initiative. We've got one soldier and one officer and a squire um, standing between our party and their captain. Come on, Archie. What, uh, what initiative do you want for another brick throw? Uh... Please roll me at three. Yeah. Um, there we go. Okay, so for our purposes today, I'm going to do a, a makeshift alleyway over here on this side of the map. Um, and it more or less... It's gonna be like this. The alleyway comes down here like this, and then it went over to the side, and then it went down like that. That's sort of the shape. These guys it. are gonna be dragging him exceedingly slow. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Well, yeah, there's two of them. They're working together in tandem and they're dragging, not lifting, but it's still slow to drag something 600 pounds okay. between two people even if those two people are like very in shape young men uh it's still gonna be a slow drag making sure yeah and can we get a, a seymour token as well oh i have a extra question did Archie yes. kill one of the basic soldiers already yes he yes. did and did he step forward over his body uh yes he did and so is the spear at archie's feet that i could grab yes yes it is I'd nice. like to change my action and grab that spear. Excellent, awesome. please. Good job. Um, and with that spear, you can stab over Archie without any problems. Yep, that's exactly what I want to do. I, yeah. I don't think I can do that this round, though, can I? Yeah, you can pick it up because it's Reaction underneath three, Archie. Three. There's not really anyone in the way. There's no one, like, fighting you, so it's not a challenge to get it. You just have to, like, <laughs> wait for Archie's feet not to be in your face. Perfect. Um, John, here is yeah. Seymour. He's maybe a little bit big but he's yours to control. That's amazing. Put him in the initiative list. Dude, um, I'm going to just... We're enlarging <clears throat> more. We're gonna yeah. Have a fight for us. There yeah, you go. You fucked up, Neil. <laughs> Seymour's going to get enlarged. Uh, he's he also... a small creature, so his initiative would be one, right? Um, Instead of three. Sure. No, a tiny gets one. Small and medium both get three. Strangely oh enough. Uh, so uh, it's, it's... ten. It's 10, yeah. Here is Seymour's enlarged HP bar for yes. maximum tracking of the monkey's HP. Why is this token so weird? Because stupid reasons. It's dumb. Alrighty. Uh, our soldier will go first, slowly giving ground to Archie, backing up down this hallway. He will take a stab as he, you know, slowly backs away. Hoping he's not going to, you know, get killed by the Crimson Fist himself. Uh, but he misses. Archie takes a turn. Him. And sail. Uh, it's my turn? Yes. yes. Oh. It's a um, it's not a crit, right? Because it's only a 17. It's not a crit. Not it's a crit. just a hit. I thought, I thought I critted. Wait, no, he crits on 16. Oh, oh, that's true. He does. You yeah, he does. do. So it is 11 points of damage, which will topple this guy. He falls backwards, chest caved in, um, slowly wheezing as he begins to bleed to death. And you can run over his corpse, 
and throw my second punch. Mm-hmm. For Whoosh! It's a miss against the sergeant at arms, the the officer here. However, we still have um, sail. Yes, I will make a attack over Archie. I don't know if it's just like my basic attack. Oh, there it is. Yep, same <laughs> regular basic attack, and you will catch the, the officer Hell in the yeah. throat with the tip of your spear. Roll me double damage. Uh, what is the damage of a spear? I don't have it on my sheet. 2d4. Are you two-handing it? Yeah. Oh my word. So roll Dude, 44. are we sure that that, uh, that Nick's dead body doesn't give us all like passive bless or something? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, 13 uh, yeah. damage to the officer. And because you Ooh. rolled such an incredible crit. Oh, you're going to pull out the table? Oh, we're doing the table. Oh, let's table. fucking go. We this is a bad, it's a bad omen, though. We love the crit oh. table. <laughs> oh, is it like a wound thing? Like, depending yeah. on the yeah. Take it on yeah. Chances are low that you're really going to do something great here. Uh, a spear is a medium-sized weapon, isn't it? Yeah, it goes at six, I would assume. I can look, actually. Yes, at um, six. Like, yeah, but the damage that it's, all, it's all fun in games until like someone's character loses an arm. That's true. Spear is medium, yeah. Okay. Sail, in the I need you... Yeah, perfect, perfect. Sail, I need you to roll me... I think it's a 2d4, and you want to roll really, really high. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. god. You know, the reason we don't pull out the critical hit table is that you need to roll really well for it to do fun things, but you have just rolled maximum. That is the I severity of the crit. I need you to roll me a d10 for the location of the crit. It more or less works its way up the body, so a 1 is around the feet and a 10 is the head. Okay. Oh, rip. Okay. It's actually a stop, a stop like between Archie's legs into a toe. It is. Mm -hmm. um, you strike him in the right knee and break his knee. Your spear goes all the way through, out the other side. The um, What's that thing on the top of your knee? Your platina? Your, um, your capella or something? Tapella. Something like that, yeah. Just gets like knocked off of him, falls to the ground. He can only move at one-third movement speed, has a penalty of four to all attacks, and takes one point of damage every single round. Incredible. Yeah. Nice shot. I'm keeping the spear. It's my lucky spear. We're going to call him crippled right here. Uh, that would have been Archie Sale's get... turn. Does he get bonuses no. to attack off of that? Uh, if this guy falls to the ground, which I think he does when a spear goes through your knee, I'm going to say you fall down. Uh, he, this guy will be fighting at two for being on the ground, and everyone else has a bonus of two to hit him because he's kneeling. Yep. And that's when Seymour goes. Oh my god. What oh my god. <laughs> oh my god oh my god can Seymour roll on the crit table Neil sure yeah, but it's a small weapon so it's only a d6 for okay. severity oh, come on. That's not bad. roll me a d10 three really? it's his other leg Ah, <laughs> uh, in the left leg you break his other knee and he's knocked down and he's got half move in one leg and third move in the other. He's completely he's like prone. He's just fucked. It is the officer's turn. Both legs broken. Or, you know, one knee broken, one knee badly damaged. Uh, sword in hand. He shouts to the squire, get out of here! Timmy, save yourself! 
and um, is going to <laughs> hails his morale and just pulls his shield over his body and like lays down so you can run over him and past him if you want. Fucking awesome. I, I want to, I want to, is, is Timmy running? Uh, Timmy is still staring in awe. Frozen. Wonderful. Petrified with fear. Second attack. Uh, yeah. I, I want to attack Timmy. You quickly move over the officer. Well, <laughs> Timmy raises his hands in defense. You push them aside. Your brass knuckles collide with his forehead. It collapses in. Little Timmy is dead. <laughs> Keep going. Get John. <laughs> wow, that went right. way faster than I expected. You can go through this alleyway and pop out on the other side, maybe a hundred feet down or so coming out the end you'll see that there's a, just a little path that meanders through a small meadow area all the way up to the keep which is maybe another like a um, fifth of a mile from you like a couple hundred more feet the town is on fire but that's all behind you now this meadow before the keep is completely free and you see two people huffing and puffing and hauling john one of them looks over their shoulder and spots you and they drop john's giant leg singed from all the fire because you know they're pulling one leg and so it's been out um you know exposed to all the heat this whole time and all the hair is burned off of it and leaving his leg they bolt for the keep what do the two of you do oh i sprayed for john yeah me too all right you can catch up with john the other soldiers will get away running to the keep he's unconscious but his wounds are bandaged i'm alive I take a scoop of, uh, I ask Archie for his healing self, and I take a scoop, and I spend okay. one minute applying it to John. Excellent. Get him back on his feet if I can. Yeah. If I can wake him up. Yeah. You're outside of the burning zone. You can see the chaos of people running around. You're in this, like, semi-gardeny, semi-woodsy area, so there's some bushes that can give you a little bit of cover if you move into them. You can see soldiers trying to, like, shoo people out of the town and into the keep for protection from these these damned evil pirates who have come here. Um, but you're safe for now as the town burns down. It's going to take John a few minutes to wake up. How many healing solve charges are you going to expend? Well, have, the I'll, one that I'll, I gave him was a full salve. Okay. I'll I ask think... Archie, like, Archie, how many do you want and how many will we give John? <laughs> um, hold on. Nilrim gave me two. I, have... I had two on my character sheet, actually. I'm Nilrim would have gave you the full salve. I have zero on my character sheet right now. Yeah. Um, We can just give both to, to John. So and you would have given describe... John nine. Wait, what? Sorry. I, he had, I had two character sheets, two healing salves on my sheet, one with yep. two healing and one was a full salve. Okay. So no one would keep one for him and he's going to give you the full salve so yep. John can heal up for a maximum of nine. Okay. Yeah, I, I would just give all of it to John, I think. I think I'm fine. All right. Sure thing. Okay. And uh, we, I think we say, let's get him out of here, out of the cover. Like we'll find, like if there's like a tree nearby, we can hide behind or something. Like, As I'm like distraught, stabilizing him, I'm, I'm still like very... Very confused and stuff. We gotta sell. So we gotta. We gotta shave his legs. Sam. We gotta shave. We gotta. We gotta get him. We gotta get him to shave. We gotta do something. He'll be fine, Archie. We've got him. We we got him back. And look, he's not big anymore. Like the anti magic shield shrunk him. Yeah. Oh, that's good. At this point, Seymour turns up and calls into a ball on John's chest. I reserve one healing cell for Seymour. Her heroically, he fought in that battle. Yeah, he really I'm did. I'm giving Seymour head pass. Nice. All right, you can wait. 
as the fire is burned down. But on the other side of the battle, back in town, is Nilrum. Nilrum has gone back to the ship. No one challenges you. The, the harbor is yours. You have free reign at one HP. What are you doing? Nilrum starts to get the crew together. And he gets Was there ready. much of a crew that came here? There were like three or four people. Okay. We brought the third level archer along. We brought, uh, I believe, James along. Like there were like two or three people left on the boat. So okay. Nilrum gets the crew ready. Um, and he's going to give the order to wait for John. <clears throat> All right. Well, then. Time passes. Five minutes. Ten minutes. Town burns everywhere. You've stopped seeing people other than, like, up on the hill as people make their way into the keep. Fifteen minutes no passes. No one's challenging us, right? No, no one's come out here whatsoever. The cows that were stampeding have either fallen into the ocean or stampeded back into town and run off. They're gone by now. Worst case, people come to the harbor and try to fuck with them, and they just leave. Um, okay. If it's like an overwhelming force. But no, he's gonna no, one, no one will come. It takes fi- another 15 minutes before you can see Seymour leading John, uh, Sale, <clears throat> and Archie. Around the side of the town, through the harbor, back towards the... I'm assuming that's what the three of you were going to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm back on yeah. my feet at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <clears throat> are back on your feet. Um, of the nine charges, one got used on Seymour. John needed six. That leaves three left. Did three get applied to someone? I think we just gave them all to John. Anything okay. above cool. the... All but one. I'm yeah. on four HP then. You're on four then. Okay. Have you given Seymour his HP back? He's on uh, two now. I'll do no. it. No, yeah, yeah. please give him there his HP. Yeah. We need Nilrum to learn a way to permanently enlarge animals so we can have, like, King Kong Seymour. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Nilrum amazing. will uh, happily grab James and point and say, told you they'd come back. They're doing it. My God, they're doing it. I can't believe it. He says, How does the town they... look? Is the fire spreading? Yeah. Did the fire spread it all to the meadow, too, as they're leaving or no? Would they not have seen it? Let's roll a uh, a wind a, a weather check for the day. See how the winds are affecting the flames. That's really what's going to dictate it. It's actually a rather calm day, so most of the town will burn. But anything that has like a, a good separation will probably survive. The meadow will mostly be okay. Um, the outlying farms are probably going to be fine. But the core center of the town, that's going Can down. Can I roll a d100 of the severity of the fire? Sure. Oh, everything in that core section is going down. Maybe a couple of buildings that have some stone on them are going to survive, um, and they won't like collapse under the weight of their things. But anything that can burn will burn. Good. Excellent. Our party um, gets back to the ship altogether yeah, again. Yeah. On the on the way back, though, uh-huh. I say, uh, what, "What happened? How did we end up in this field?" Well. Uh, you got knocked out, some guys dragged you away, and then Archie turned into a human fist and punched his way to save your life. I got you, the spirit, Archie. I got you. That's why. That's why you're my number one. Let's get out of here. And as we get back to the dock, I'll turn around to the burning town, and I'll say, You think you could take me? You think you could take <laughs> Captain John Winters? Think again, you old fucks. And, um, I hope this whole place burns to the ground. And I'll go back to my ship. Uh, we'll you get in the boat and out to sea 
You go pounding the drums, setting the sails. As we, as we leave the harbor, I hold up both of my middle fingers to the town as it burns. Yeah. I felt bad for them at first, but fuck that. Yeah, fuck mm-hmm. them. Yeah. I kept the ship here for you, Captain. I knew <laughs> I knew they'd get you back. Yeah, thanks, Norm. Next time, <laughs> save some of your spells for actual fighting. How did well, we come to a town to kill an Inquisitor? There was no Inquisitor, and we ended up burning it to the fucking ground. That's true. I did stop the Harbor Master in the back, though, and I always hated those guys. Always as the, sh- as the ship heads out to sea, we're going to take our first break a bit early and come back on the other side with some more Tides of Death. See you soon. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. Our party sails away from the destruction, heading back out to see everyone alive and together. John, you can find one of your legs has the hair singed off it all the way up and down. Oh, well, you know, such is the perils of captainhood, it seems. Uh, yes, losing the, uh, the fresh, newly grown hairs on one's leg. Mm-hmm. I'm just happy to be alive. Um, and I'm like, I'm in my. Oh, we're are we on the longboat, or are we on the we're on the, we're on the longboat. longboat. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm just kind of like at the end of the boat, like lying down. Norm will go over to Archie him. and whisper in his ear. Archie, hold him down. We gotta shave his leg. It's for good luck. It is good luck. It's, it's worked every time since. It's now. worked every time since. <laughs> I'll walk over slowly to the Captain John. Um, oh, hey Archie. What's up, John? Hey. Hey, buddy. We, we had a we had a. It was pretty close back there. I that was a close one. Right? Yeah, yeah I'm, glad, you, I'm glad. I'm glad you were there. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, and you wouldn't leave me behind. Yeah, of course not. But you know, it's also there's also a lot of like luck involved with this kind of stuff. And you know that you can't take any chances out there, right? You know, there's like stuff that works, stuff that doesn't work. You know. Absolutely, we've been no, taking we'll too many chances recently. And yeah. we'll say out. It's tradition, John. Now tradition, we can do this you know. the easy way or the hard way. Wait, what are you talking about? You? It's oh. already gone. Look, I pull away. It's already gone. Look, it's all burnt off. There's no just a little bit. the other one. What about that one? <laughs> that uh, yeah, pant leg was up the whole time. <laughs> I begrudgingly roll up the pant leg. Oh no. That's it. But no, it's only just started growing back. It's already basically shaped, you know. No. John, oh God, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. I assume that's a fuck up, Neil. Can I do a saving throw versus? Norm tried to do the bard's dagger to shave his leg, but I rolled a one. Give me a saving throw versus death. Roll d twenty. Oh my oh, god. All right, Norm's Captain John, I'm gonna leave this to you. Either yeah. he fumbles so badly he drops his knife overboard, or he fumbles so badly he stabs you. Oh, absolutely. don't make me drop. He drops the his bard dagger. Absolutely. <laughs> no, not the bard. It dagger. goes over the sea. <laughs> Lost to the screams out. <laughs> no! <laughs> Some, Wait, somebody, just, hey, somebody, get 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 us, somebody get us a sharp knife. We gotta we got have something over here. Hold on. No, it's a sign. No room jumps in after it. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Do you have a swimming proficiency, you... no room? I would hope so. I always <laughs> take that. <laughs> me too. Card yes, I do. <laughs> yes. All right, make me Why a swimming proficiency to... Find the knife. Ah, uh, no. You splash in the water. You swim around looking, but it's already lost to the murky depths. You have no idea where it is, and you can't hold your breath that long. It's pretty. You know, the water's pretty deep here. It's gone. Man gone. overboard. 
Everybody I look will. out, throw the man some rope. God damn it. Whoever's on the drum me. stomps it. I say, can he swim? <laughs> the room cries out sure in anguish. Oh god, I will dive in after him. Because <laughs> I don't know if he can swim or not. He's crying, so I'm gonna jump in after him. You jump in after him, the boat pulls away <clears throat> slightly. Look for the dagger. <laughs> Well, mutter under my breath that these people are idiots, and I will gently pray to Rohi under my breath to give to bring the dagger. Well, I do pay it, pass a <laughs> perception check now. This isn't to uh, have Rohi drag them down to the depths. No, I just want the dagger. Okay, the dagger's gone. Uh, it's gone. <sighs> Had a whole if round. If I ever get a wish scroll, Captain, <laughs> I tell you, I tell you that dagger's coming back. Don't be stupid, Nora. Get back in the boat. <laughs> I start Laura to climb back into the back boat. Out. The rope's cast. The party gets dragged back in. Yeah, Slowly. we don't swim enough, actually. For all this time out on the sea, we could do with spending more time inside of it. I know. I sit back down on my spot and roll my pant leg back down. And I look at I look at Archie and I go like, like as if like, you know, no more no more shave it. <laughs> That's enough now, it's gone too far. One leg. We'll, you heard we'll him, guys. One it. leg every time. One leg every time. That's fine. I'll settle we'll for keep that. Keep it at one leg this time, John. If you die after <laughs> this because of this, I'm going to kill you. Then it's you on me. the most sh perfectly shaved corpse in the world, okay? Do you understand? <laughs> I wouldn't have now I'm going to have to kill another bard. Take their dagger. Look what, what is it with you and bards? What is it with you and bards, Nora? What do they ever do to you? You know, they just play music. While you're sitting there trying to enjoy yourself at the tavern, what's wrong with that, hey? What's wrong with that, I ask you. You know, I know you think that you're the most interesting person to ever open their goddamn mouth, but sometimes when I'm sitting in a tavern with you, I'd like to just listen to the guy playing the guitar without having to listen to you going on about it, on and on. Bards are stupid, I hate bars. That's what Music pisses so... me off the most, you know, Captain. I think, I you know... Think... I think he's he's saying what we're all thinking right now, Magic Man. Like, I think so, I really like music. Actually, I like my sea I, shanties. I like sitting in a bar. I'm not on water. I like feeling like I'm in water. I want them to play some sea shanties. Can't hear those if you fucking kill them all the time, can we? I get. We should get a bard for the base. We should. Yeah. We should. We should have got that bard back from that island. He was cool. Do you remember how cool he was? He was just sitting yeah, up there playing his little guitar while we were all killing each other. God, he was so badass. Yeah, he was badass. Oh, shakes his head. <laughs> Disgusted. <laughs> Just the worst. Well, he had a sweet dagger, too. Oh, let's go. Sorry. Back to base we go. Um, we're going to get some downtime here so we can get some experience and our party can heal. Because of your trained healer, Sail, you can heal at 3 HP per day of full dedicated rest. Um, so let's figure out the minimum amount of time you have to spend here, which is the maximum HP that has been lost, which is going to be Archie. 40 minus 13 divided by 3. So bare minimum nah. is 9 days, and that's if Archie goes to sleep and doesn't get out of bed for 9 days. Yeah, I, I can also give him Accelerate Healing, so it should be more like 5 days. I think oh, minimum. yeah, that'll do so, it. Okay. I'll spend, okay. uh, no, however long I need to uh, accelerating everyone's healing. Making sure we're all getting back up to shape. Nilrim is going nice. to spend this time healing and learning a few, probably t two spells. Mm. Yeah, I mean, five days, but we can take like a week, I think. That's fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the, we could take longer. We could take two. Like, we yeah, Nilrim wants to learn Forget. 
And um, I have clairaudience and clairvoyance that I could learn. Well, while we are resting and you're up or doing these things, there's going to be some other stuff that happens that I want to let you know about. Um, two days after getting to base, you will see a ship of the White Prince sailing in line, coming from the direction of Oaktown. Either this ship has just left Oaktown yesterday, or it was already on its way to Oaktown, and you just happened to be ahead of it and has sailed past. But either way, it has come via Oaktown and is crossing through, stopping off temporarily in Port Ferris. Um, you don't have to do anything about this, but you'll see it pull into Port Ferris and then leave again that same day uh, with some extra folks on it. Hard to tell exactly what's going on in there unless someone's got some magic that can see. What kind of ship is it? So. It's a clipper. One of those primary ships that the White Prince uses to navigate on the outer rim. So how many people do we think are on there? 30, 40? 50, 60, if it's got a full complement, it could easily be 60 people. Okay. I use mine. Mm, when I see it, it comes into Port Ferris for a day, right? Not even for a day. It swings on through docks, and then maybe an hour and a half later, takes off. You can say I don't get the chance, but if I could, I would like to like sort of sneak out the back entrance of the base and like snuggle down into a bush or something and watch it with my spyglass. Totally. Just for the hour, for the hour and a half, it's there. Mm-hmm. Give me a perception check to see what you find out. Uh, I assume I don't get to take advantage. Correct. Because of the spyglass. Yeah. Correct. Cool. Twelve. Yeah. Nope. Crap. You don't see shit. Well, I see some stuff, right? I mean, yeah, you you see some stuff, but like, not much. There's they some look, people does it walking look around. Like they're, gathering, they're gathering soldiers. It looks like with the twelve, you can just see that there are people on deck, but you can't make out what is happening. There's too much other stuff in the way. The ship is rocking. You have to hold that eyeglass like super steady to be able to see anything. Like every little bump makes a is a problem. There's a little bit of mist. Uh, what do you call it? Marine layer going on here. So your vision is too obscured to make out any useful information whatsoever. Okay, I watch it anyway. Know thy enemy. I'm gonna write that down. That's the first in John's list of strategic commandments. Well, you should at least be able to get like the ship's name and then like a rough crew count, like because the ship would look really busy, and you would be like, okay, that's like a thirty to forty man crew, because you would know because you're a ship person, right? Yeah. yeah. Um Ship's you name. can get its name. It is named um, really bad at ship names. Uh mm. what what is it named, Sale? The uh the Ocean Scion. The Ocean Scion, like okay. Ocean the Sion. Sea Scion. The Sea Scion, yeah, there yeah. you go. Okay. Scion. Um, and it looks to have roughly a full crew. So around 60 people. Okay. Cool. Um, that's that. 
Yeah, that's fine. For at least a full week. Nilrum, you can need uh, how many days of bed rest before you can start learning um, spells? I have. I need 19 HP. Okay. Is it three a day? Yeah, that'd be six days or three if you have Accelerate Healing cast on you. So no, Yeah, I can cast two Accelerate yeah. Healings a day, so I should be able Great. to keep people covered. Okay, so it'll only take you three days to heal. One, two, three. So um, what spells do you want to learn, Nilrum? Stinking Cloud um, it is a second level spell. Mm -hmm. And nice. the third level spell that he's going to... Or, sorry, another second level spell he's going to try and learn is Forget. So this is for Stinking Cloud, uh, Failure, and this mm -hmm. is for Forget, which is a pass. Okay, and roll me 44 um, days. 44. Sorry, takes 13 days. Forget's not enchantment, though. Um, forget is enchantment. Oh. So I can't learn that. Mm -mm. Sorry. Alright, can I pick another second level spell? Mm -hmm. Um... Give me a minute. Yeah, that's fine. Did you pass the first roller? Nine no. ten. No, because I'm a dimensionalist. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, you know, we spend most of our time healing. I spend that one day, sort of resting on the top of the base to get a look at the ship. But other than that, I think we're keeping our heads low. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you're all. Wait, you rolled D4 near the moon. It should be D2s. Oh, for days to learn? Yeah, this should be D2s. Yeah. Ooh, okay, days. much better. Um, I'll take ESP. Good Great. One. So roll me a D100 to learn. Am I able to have my other D100 or no? Mm -mm. Nope. Nope. No. There you go. That would have sucked. That would have been. This was seven. ESP. Second level. Yep. Uh, divination spell. Oh, it's ESP, like you can see through walls and stuff? That's X-ray. No, your service level thoughts. Uh. So I'm going to be reading your guys' mind. Thanks. Like the entire yeah. time, Archie's thinking about like punching things. <laughs> That's pretty much all he thinks about. Yeah, <laughs> the waves. <laughs> Um, so while I calculate experience, why don't you tell me what it's like for our people back in base? Um, you have a, a large group of folks and you've got some serious downtime. So what yeah. are the sorts of things that you spend your downtime doing? Um, and let's well, see. there's too many people. I'm starting to think about who I would want to send to go and repopulate uh, the Skeleton Island. And use it as a bit of a secret second base. Mm. Like a forward base, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Well, not even like a base so much as just trying to set up like a, a, a settlement where rogues and pirates can go there and chill out. I was thinking at some point we could go back to where the bard was, pick up some people from there as well. Mm. And it would be like a contract thing, like, hey, work on this island for a year. Yeah. Get some like, we'll, we'll pay you to work here for a year, you know. We'll pay you half the second year if you stick around. Norm is going to go around and um, use ESP uh, and read his underling's thoughts and tell me if there's <laughs> anything of concern. So he's going to basically go around and see if he can pick up someone doing some 
weird shit, and he's also going to use it on his wizard friend. Um, I'll have two castings a day. It lasts six rounds per level, so 12 minutes a day. Great. Um, Merlin is trying to kill you. He is looking for every possible method that he might have access to kill you. He's got this gear that you've made for him. Have you made his gear for him yet? That's in the process it's of being made. It's in the process. Made. Right. Yeah. So I think right now he's what? How how is he? Is he just tied up? Is he just locked in the anti magic room? What is, what is his deal? I think he's locked in the anti magic room, um, tied up. Okay. Someone has to feed him. Hands so he's just doing yeah. in his wrath and anger. He's been here for months now. He's brought all... out daily to teach uh, magic to Shoshana. No, mm-hmm. not Shoshana. To Sylvie. Sylvie, yeah. Um, so that's his whole life right now. Yeah. And he hates it. He hates everything about it. He hates Sylvie. He hates you. You There's just like rage burning inside of him as he tries to figure ways to get out of this. You catch a surface thought of like, they left that knife unattended on the table for five minutes. Maybe I can get to it one next time. If I just knock over a cup, then like they'll distract people and I can get that knife. And then when I'm in here alone, I can cut my ties and then maybe I can make a plan. Um, that's sort of like the- thought that passes over and over. With that one, Nilrum will go and tell Wiley um to tell everyone that there are no knives to ever again be brought in with merlin Mm. and um Mm -hmm. he's gonna put a stop to that one no sharp objects um you will feed him he will eat by his own hand um put food on the floor and let him eat it like a dog oh Oh, this will only drive him more angry in the future (laughs) his fault Mm mm-hmm Um, yep. Anything else of interest, I guess, going around the, in the few days? I'm continuing my uh, punching training for my boys and my girls. Nice. Uh, what was James's new name? Kalfu? Kalfu, yeah. All right, we're just going to rename him Kalfu. Hey, you know, we talked once upon a time about maybe having secondary characters that mm-hmm. maybe would do the odd episode. I might just roleplay Kalfu when he comes up from now on, if that's all right. And I'll Sounds have him be a secondary guy. Yeah, okay. Excellent. Um, is there Neil? Is there anything that stands out to me while during my training? Is there anyone who's doing particularly poorly, doing particularly well? Anything that stands well, out to me? Euclid has definitely benefited from his weird time in the Feywild. Um, his yeah. much aging, like he's definitely a far more competent fighter than the last time you saw him. And Kalfu as well has really come a long way. Um, both of them have leveled appreciably. Mary Beth. Uh, we should also level up as well. She has hit second level, and we will let you... Maybe this is even first level? Second level, yeah. Um, would you roll me a d10 for her, the new HP that she gains? D10 minus one, because she's got low con for some reason. I'll just do d10, and we can subtract one. Right? Yeah. All right, so she gets another four. Bring her to six out of six. Um, but she does get a plus one to hit for level. And we will give her a um, punching and martial arts class D. So she will get a plus one to AC from her combat fighting style. Style D. Uh, And we will give her one to hit and two for damage for fighting specialist. Uh, 1.5 attacks per round, bludgeoning damage, speed 3, 
Melee. Uh, and is Seymour uh, <clears throat> a level one rogue now? He is, Neil. You can't deny it. He has to be. Okay. Fine. Seymour's <laughs> a level one rogue. But he can oh, only yeah. put skills into hide, move silently, and pick pockets and climb walls. Okay. Yeah, never read languages, fine. never open locks, <clears throat> never disarm. That's good. Well, he's already got some points in climb walls. Let's not. Well, I think he's just got high decks, short. right? Like, Seymour probably has yeah, okay. like 17 or 18 decks. I'll let you, I'll give you a, a Seymour character yeah, sheet. Kind of Seymour character sheet, yeah. How do you spell Seymour? Is it S Y M C C? I think we're doing S E Y M O U R. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. It's yeah. Fucking extra U's that you put in all your words, like color, Not all favorite. Of them. Just What's wrong them. with <laughs> armor? <laughs> Strange people. What have um, you done to our language? Can I roll a proficiency check for Merlin for teaching Sylvie? Yes. See how they're doing. What is his uh, wisdom? That's what prof that's what teaching keys off mm -hmm. of. Uh, I think his wisdom is thirteen. Okay. Okay. Uh, he's not doing well. And then that's for Sylvie's ability to learn, I guess. Yes. Um, so he's maybe not that great of a teacher right now. Not too surprising. She is definitely learning everything that she can, though. Uh, those will work out in our favor. Uh, you can. What level is Sylvie now? One. I think she's a either a first or zeroth level. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't we? Uh, why don't you? You can roll to see if she's learned any spells. Um, okay. Essentially, you can just um, assign her spells out of spell books and make the roll checks for her. I'll let you do that little I'll bit. I'll do it later, yeah. Uh, well, I'm still calculating XP, so you've got some time to do it now. Um, I was going to give her all the bitch spells. Yeah. Archie, you are, as you said, like training these people and seeing what's up with them. One of the things that you're going to notice uh, is that little Bobby, you know, this, this first, one of the first recruits that you've got, for a long time, he was sort of the the butt of all the jokes and the lowest man on the totem pole. And he's really, with all these new people, he's really come up in the ranks. Mm -hmm. All these new people sort of think that he's like an old timer that's been with the crew. They sort of see him in like a junior seniority level. Like, you know, you've got the main crew up here and then you've clearly got Wiley who's important. Um, and Sylvie's getting spells, and Mary Beth and Euclid and Kaifu are all training. Um, and then there's Bobby, and then there's, like, everybody else. Is that an appropriate spot for everyone to see Bobby these days? Has he really progressed to um, a junior leader position? Um, Has Johnny progressed to a junior leader position? Yeah. Uh, the thing is, like, we're having a... I don't think he can... I think kind of by like default, just mm -hmm. by kind of how things have shaped up. Because, because let's keep it a buck. Like we're not we're not running a very tight ship in here. Everything's a little chaotic in terms of like leadership structure, right? Mm-hmm. It, mm -hmm. It's it's all like, hey, who's who's uh, you know in charge of this? Oh, I don't fucking know. Bobby, I guess he's been around long enough, right? Mm -hmm. um, like mm -hmm. in that kind of sense, I feel like he's taking a leadership position, but everyone still super shits on him. Okay. So what are you going to do about the fact that a lot of the newcomers are giving Bobby respect? 
Hmm. I will try to undermine that respect by bullying him in front of them and encouraging them to do so. Can you give me an example of how this might occur? Just one of the times, just a, a quick flavor um, of... Like, like there will be like a question coming up. It's like, hey, who, who, how are we supposed to clean this room or whatever? And somebody will ask Bobby in front of me. And I'm going to be like, yeah, Bobby, how should we do that, huh? And then he like starts talking and like gives like a kind of reasonable idea. I'm like, yeah, that's a garbage idea, Bobby. That's a garbage idea. You thought that was good? And then I, and then I, I give a different idea on how to do it. Mm. And then like I make a, I make a quip about how he's how he's tiny and weak and ugly, and then everyone laughs. <laughs> I think I think that goes very well. Yes, Bobby is uh, quickly undermined in front of the new crew members, and I don't know if this is a problem for you, but you see him go and sulk after this, and um, doesn't show his face around the rest of the crew as much for the next few days. Kind of like keeps a low profile. You can see that he was really, really jonesing for that respect. And um, now that it's taken from him again, he's sad. Uh, Sale, what is going on on the the spiritual questing front of all of this jazz? While other people are, you know, badgering Bobby and treating the wizard like a dog, and Captain John is sneaking off into the bushes by himself every now and then and playing with Seymour, um, what are you doing? I spend a very small amount of time with Mary Beth continuing to teach her omen reading because that was mm. something I was teaching her to do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but most of my time is kind of like in contemplation, like kind of decompressing from all the trips and journeys that we've been on. Like, what is my purpose now? What am I here for? Mm-hmm. What do I want? Uh, mm-hmm. What even is this crazy adventure that I'm on? These sort of things. Um, so mostly uh in reflection and probably a good bit of drinking actually as well okay great Uh, i think i messed up earlier and i gave mary beth the fighter bonuses when it should have been shoshana who gets the fighting bonuses and mary beth gets the clerical adjustments my mistake so i'm refixing those um tell me about how things are going with mary beth is that Uh, i don't I don't, I don't imagine I'm going to be a very good teacher this round because I'm kind of distracted with all the stuff I've been... Like, I'm distracted with all, like, about the death of my brother and, like, the purpose uh, with Rohi and, like, mm-hmm. just generally where the group is, what I've been tasked to do, all that sort of stuff. So I probably, like, give kind of a half-hearted day or two where I, like, do a couple, like, omen readings with her. Mm-hmm. And, like, like, what do you see in the sand? Um, sort of a thing. Well, why don't you give me a wisdom check? And here's her int check for learning, and this is your wisdom check for teaching. Oh, yeah. So Mary Beth is coming along with this stuff. You've been trying to teach her omen reading, and it is seeming to work. Um, When you go out there, and even if it's half-heartedly because you're sort of drunk and upset about the death of your brother, um, you know, you cast your omens into the sea and sprinkle the sand, and then Mary Beth does the same, and you reconvene afterwards, and you both end up with the same answer. Um, She hasn't quite, like heard Rohi call out to her or grant her any spells but she is able to at least communicate with with um, divination with basic omen reading techniques yeah what do you want to do she's kind of like going to be like a mystic kind of healery kind of person I don't know if I'll be able to turn her into a full cleric of Rohi Mm -hmm. but she might serve as a doctor on a ship for example okay so then you've also been teaching her like first aid 
first Great. aid and a little bit of herb herbology or whatever I know. Yeah. Um, so we'll give her an omen reading proficiency and a first aid proficiency. Great. I think one is... They're both wisdom-based. Uh, are there any bonuses on omen reading? It is just minus two base, I think. Okay. Great. John, last but not least, what are you doing? Yes. Well, first of all, I need to ask you about Seymour's stats here. So I'm going to propose some rolls for you, Neil. What do you, what do you think about these for his stat block? Intelligence D4. Cut it out. I can, yeah, I can reduce it to D4. D4 plus one for int. Okay. Um... Willpower can be just a flat 3d6. That's fine. Charisma 2d6. Uh-huh. Uh, con should also be 3d6, because that's a relative stat. You know, he could be a high con okay, monkey or relative. low con monkey. Mm -hmm. uh, All right. Dex should not have the capability to reach 20. Well, really? Really. A... Okay. Yeah, we could do d uh, 12 plus d6. That's fine. And... Mm. Okay. Uh, sure, strength at D6 is fine. Maybe he's got some roids or something. Okay, here we go. Strength. Three. To be expected. He's uh, only a monkey. He's a monkey. Yeah. D6 plus 12. What about 2D6, D1? Plus 12. Sure. If you can roll higher than a 15 on a D20, I'll give it to you. Okay. That's easy. I can do that all day. Oh, there we go. Did it. God. Fuck. <laughs> Come on. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not good, deal. <laughs> Bad decision. <laughs> oh, he's got 12 card. Amazing. Okay. The odds were in my favor. Was it D4 plus one for ends? Yeah. 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 Three ends. That's, That's about right. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, not he's not very brave, man. Wait, what's oh, no. that's wisdom, right? He said he could do 3d6. Yeah, yeah, give me another d6 on the wisdom. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, well, you should reroll it. Yeah, it's good. Nah, eight, eight's, eight's fine. fine. Yeah. Eight's better than a lot of humans. Yeah. What was charisma? 2d6? 2d6. Mm-hmm. Sexy Ten. monkey. And then we're doing a, a 4d6 d1 for perception. How's that? That's fine, yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's not very perceptive. He's very uh, dexterous, though. He's dexterous. Well, me and Seymour are similar. You know, we're high dex, low, everything else. <clears throat> I would, I would argue uh, that monkeys are like prey animals, and they would need high perception to survive in the wild. Well, that's mm. why I rolled the forty sixty one there. Fair. Yeah. He just rolled low. I rolled four or five spells for what's her name? Mm -hmm. uh, Sylvie. She's been there for months, so. She got alarm, <clears throat> armor, and identify potion. Ooh. All first level. She's got spells now. That's pretty sweet. Um, as for what else I'm doing, hmm. I did have a thing I'd set up with that woman who'd seen the ships coming in and out of the island. I was going to pretend to be like a, a witch hunter and talker into not mentioning it, but I feel like the time for that might have passed. Mm, so mm -hmm. I don't think I'm getting accelerate healing. So I'm I'm probably spending most of the time in bed. Um, 
Makes maybe sense. practicing whatever non-weapon proficiency I'm going to take, which I don't know what it is yet, but he's probably doing something like that. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, if you take accelerate healing, you can be fully healed in like three days. Yeah, but you said two, a, two two a day, right? Norman Archie took them. The... No, but accelerate oh, healing there. has a duration of three days. He can cast two a day. So uh, someone won't get it for one the first day, but otherwise everyone will have it. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So I can get that. Nilrim mm. goes around one more time and just makes sure nobody's planning anything funky. Doesn't pick up anything crazy? No, everyone on your crew is either... Uh, well, John Brophy and Janet are still a little biffed, right? They, they were captives, yeah. and they've joined the crew, but they feel sort of useless. Maybe not useless, like... John Brophy was supposed to be your accountant, but now there's so much money coming in and everyone's like sort of giving it away and using it pretty freely. He's having trouble keeping his books. He's like pinching pennies and John's like, no, 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 give the monkey a gold. It'll be great. And John Brophy's like, what's the accounting? So he's a little, you know, miffed that his skills are are being over. Um, no, after this, we'll go up to Captain John and feed him some information. He's not going to mm. tell anybody that he has a spell, but he Nilrim is now going to have like an uncanny... Uh, what's the word? Like, act? Knacked? For being able to pick up on what people knack. need? Yeah. yeah, knack. So he's gonna go up and he's gonna be like, hey, I think John's been, like, a little miffed that, the, you know, the accounting is kind of getting, like, a little bit sorted um, by you. You, you think know, so? We, I think so. I can just see it in his face. We appointed him as an accountant. I think that stuff should run through him. Well, you know, maybe, uh, or at least, thinking... you know, run it by him. Well, I've been thinking about the the skeletons, you know, on the... Uh, well, I always forget the name of that island. What is it, Norm? Uh, it's going to be Sulphur Island. Sulphur, Sulphur Island. I've been thinking, now that we've cleared out some of them, there's too many people in the base, you know? We used to be, could wander around this place, at, you know, at peace with one's own thoughts, and now there's, like, people running up and down the halls. Archie's got a big group of, like, ten people that are all beating the shit out of each other every day. You know, it's loud. And it's kind of ruining the vibe for me a little bit. So I was thinking... Maybe we move some people over there, kind of make a, a settlement that the White Prince doesn't have any say on. And uh, maybe Brophy, maybe he could be like the town, the mayor or whatever, you know, the person who organizes the money and makes sure everything's running smoothly. He might like that. Good idea. We could make it like a little, uh, a new little port that's set up. Yeah, that's right. My, my hope is that random passes by, including the White Prince, won't really go there because you know, of the curse and everything. I think we should want random passerbys to go there, sell us their wares. Maybe we could start selling our wares at this port. Could be, well, uh... Could be we could, thing. uh... We could spread the words who trusted tradesmen and women. I agree. Understood. No one will go over and tell John the idea and tell him that he's going to be the mayor of the new city and uh, he's gonna. we're going to need his accounting skills there. Oh, yeah. He loves that idea. He really enjoyed running that business he had. Um, and this idea of like being in a position where he can once again build something and as sort of responsible for things really appeals to him. The idea of like starting from scratch and building a brand new thing is a little bit daunting. Like that's a lot of responsibility, yeah. but you know. How about we invest some money in this, Captain? I agree. Say 4,000 yeah. gold? <clears throat> well, we can put some of our own money into develop the place over time i think mm -hmm. but i was thinking of maybe offering payments to anyone who wants to go there we pay them sort of sort of annual salary for the first year reducing by 50 percent for the second year seems fine uh, and then they can keep their wages that they earn 
Yeah, any money that they make, the uh, basically, we're just subsidizing them for the first for the first year. So or we'll, So we'll pay them for the first year, and we'll continue to pay their wages. They will set fair market prices for items, and we'll take a flat thirty percent off the top. Seem fair? Let's, well, I think we can. Let's work on taxing once the place gets up and running. For now, we don't need the money. Let's uh, let's just subsidize the thing. Let's get it going, and once okay. it's thriving and some people are there, then we can start we can talking about taxes. All right. Um, how let's, much money uh, do you want to invest in? I guess to get it going. Well, let's see how many people are interested in going over there. Let's run it past our own the group here. You know, I think we can stand to lose. Yeah, Neil. Like, how many have we got, and how many do we need to man our big ship? You need, I believe it's 60 people to man your big ship. Um, and you have those, well, you need like 40, but you have 60 because you always need a little backup. Um, so you've got 60, maybe 75 people total if we just ballpark it. Yeah, so let's we can probably... 15? Yeah, yeah, let's like send 10, like... 15. Let's do 15. And then I think that we should stop on the... Uh, remember the island of the Bard. There was yep. a bunch of ruffians and low lives and pirates over there um maybe they fancy a new challenge i'm sure if we offer them gold they'll be up for it so i think yeah. we should have ruffians for security john but i think that we need to start hiring legit businessmen if we want the island to be successful i agree yeah well let's get people settled in first we gotta deal with the skeletons first make sure the place is safe mm -hmm. anyone no who's will... got experience farming or anything like that, any sort of useful useful skills, they're going to be prime candidates here. Maybe Lady Nightingale would be most interested in uh, in this as well. Mm. Maybe we can run it by her. Not straight away, but yeah, definitely. Not straight away, yeah. Yeah, because so. she's back on Port Prince, but you can do it. What were you saying, Sale? Oh, I was just going to say, like, it's a, it's very easy to sustain a village like this on fishing, because, like, they're off mm -hmm. the coast. They mm -hmm. don't need farming yeah. straight away. That's true. Yeah, yeah you're right grain and stuff in as they need mm -hmm. okay well uh let's uh let's gather everyone tonight and we'll run it past them and the offer's open there for anyone how much do we need to pay them what's like one year's wages for being a pirate um let's see uh, while i'm doing this everyone gets 5100 experience points plus 10 percent if you have your prime requisites yay and everyone that everyone except for john um i have it in rogue nice nk from level seven boys yeah we're still a long way yep a sailor a yearly sailor makes about 90 gold a year so if we pay 100 gold per person for the first year mm -hmm. that gives them more money than they'd earn here and also you know some we give them all up front that's well, fifteen hundred gold. Well, I would argue that this is like this is like a colony, right? This is a high yeah. risk endeavor. You're not yeah. gonna have infrastructure. You're not gonna have doctors. You're not gonna yeah, have really. like that. There's gonna be a high attrition rate. People are gonna expect either like land claims if the colony is successful, or big money up front. Well, this yeah, this houses the. These people the also took like an oath to us. Mm hmm. So let's pay them that. 1500 gold payment let's have john handle the money and let's have euclid be with him because he's a strong fighter to be his like enforcer so if anything weird happens where people are trying to take over da, 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 euclid's there to handle that does that Got seem it. fair yeah but let's know. let's have this conversation i so well we maybe we don't need to role play a nil but i will gather everyone and basically make the offer 
mm-hmm. um, of it's a thousand silver for the year, five hundred silver for the second year if you stay on. Um, if you can fix a house up there, there's plenty. You're welcome to it. Um, there is some danger with skeletons, but we'll, enough of you can fight. You should be safe enough. Most of them have been destroyed already. Someone throws um, up their fish. hand right away. Captain, Captain, yes. Captain, Captain. Yes, you there. What is it? What's the point of the silver if there's no place to spend it? That's a good point. Well, you know, you're going to need supplies out there, so uh, we can pick stuff up for you, or you've got boats. We can leave you with some boats. You can uh, go to the couple of islands over and pick stuff up. That's no problem. Otherwise, if you want to leave at the end of the year, then you've got a thousand silver in your pocket. Okay, I accept it. The goal is to make this a new trading hub in normal call-out. So, we're going to be paying you, but it's an investment in your future, and I'll point at them. Um, you're going to be able to sell wares that we bring, and you're going to be able to keep a percentage of the profit. This is this is going to be a, I'll do air quotes, a legit business. Someone else raises their hand. Ooh, ooh, magic man, magic man. Yeah. Does that mean like we should there. try to flag down ships that come by? No. Um he'll look at john not white prince's ships absolutely not that what we will do is yeah we'll uh when we meet traders across the seas if we think we can trust them we'll send them to the islands i already have a couple of irons in the fire we've got a couple of traders that we already work with that are paying me taxes on everything they make i'll make sure that they drop in over there they can bring you food they can bring you supplies these i imagine they could drop by once a month something like that maybe once every two months Okay. Okay. It'll be slow, but it will eventually be a useful port, and we will give you the clear ahead when you can start flagging ships down. John Brokey. Oh yeah. Puts his hand in the air, and and I'm to be the the mayor. That's right, Brophy. You're the best of us with numbers. You've got experience running a business. Um, You're gonna run the town. You're best place for this. We've got a lot of faith in you. Bobby, we didn't just bring you here to. uh, Run our accounts. We had bigger plans. Bobby, pointing his hand up. What do you want, Bobby? I'd like to volunteer. I I look at Archie. I look at Archie. Archie looks at Wiley. Wiley looks at Sale. (laughs) I I think that's okay. I slowly start to nod and say, "That's probably fine, Bobby." Yeah. You've uh, you've done good service here, you know. We'll be sorry to see you go, but I suppose it wouldn't do any harm. Everyone's gonna miss you here, Bobby. Are you sure? You wanna leave the leave here? He looks at Archie, and then he nods while staring Archie in the eyes, and then quickly looks down before Archie gets mad at him. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to go. It's time for Bobby to become a man. <sighs> well, Bobby, Bobby then. <laughs> Bobby, you going to have fun settled. mopping floors over there? Am I right, fellas? Fellas, <laughs> am I right? He'll probably fuck that up too, won't he? He probably will. Make the most of it, you Lux. This is the last chance you're going to get. Say so, right. uh, Bobby's going to be a man this time in six months. Hey, hey Bobby, when house. you hold a mop, you put the mop side down. You know, you don't <laughs> use the handle to hit the floor. The whole crowd laughs. laughs. Hey, Bobby, you know how to get the floors clean? <laughs> just try and flirt with them, and they're gonna. The dirt's just gonna run away from you. <laughs> enough, enough. Normal point at Euclid. Euclid, 
You're gonna be uh, John Brophy's enforcer of the village. Hmm. That's right. Any shit, you deal with it, okay? Don't want any violence between us here. We're in this for the long haul. Of course, the trunk supports the brutes. That's right. That's right. Um, so, those of you who want a life on the sea, I still need a great deal of you to man our ship. Those of you who prefer life on land, maybe uh, you didn't find yourself here, you know, in the most, let's put it, uh, voluntary of circumstances. Well, this is your chance to uh, do something else, you know. Your souls are all sworn to, when I look down at the ground, so there'll be no running away. That's not going to end well for you. But uh, if you work hard, if you make a success of life, you know, maybe one day you can be free, run your own business elsewhere, or leave, or maybe you'll find a happy life here. What Captain is saying in shorter terms is, uh, those of you who have actual skills, you may go to the island. The other ones, well, you're only worth it out on the sea. You know who you are. Uh, are any of my students going? No, none of your students are going. Um, but Mary Beth is going to ask if she should go as a spiritual advisor slash um, omen reader for the group. She'll ask Sale directly on that question. Um, I tell you what, Mary Beth, uh, why don't we read an omen to see if you should go? We'll do that in the morning. Oh. Okay. That'll be the true test of your abilities. Come morning time, down by the sea, Mary Beth will read her omens, asking Rohi if she should stay and learn. No. Instead of staying and learning, should I set out to be the spiritual advisor of the new town? Uh... And she will botch her omen reading check and say the the sands are inconclusive. I think I need to stay longer. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, Mary keep practicing. Stay, then. No room this day. Um, he's gonna do ESPs once more, and he's going to spend all of his spells on unseen servants Ooh. and cantrips, and he's going to make uh, all of his unseen servants go around and just clean up um, the whole wizard quarter, which is going to be his big room and the laboratory. Got it. Um, he wants to make it nice for Sylvie and uh, his master. Last question before we go to break. Um, there was that sergeant at arms that we captured from the other ship when you, when you got the big boat, and you brought her with you, and you've been indoctrinating her to join with you. She needs a Good. name. Is that not Sharpay, no? Yeah, no, Sharpay was the prisoner who you suspended over the gelatinous cube uh, pit and tortured until he died. That was nice. Good times, am I right, guys? Um, are there any good names on the the list? Ooh, the list. I forgot about the list. Yeah. The list. The list. Is Obama still alive? We could reuse that one. <laughs> He's still Obama's alive. still alive, Fortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My boy. Where is it hiding? Talk. Norm's gonna go to Bobby, and he's mm -hmm. gonna hand him the gold ring. Oh, no, he's not, because that could be useful. He's gonna hand him um, some People ceremonial. Oh, Her name's already Sora. Sora. Ah, oh, that sounds right. I had just forgotten. He's gonna hand Sora. him some ceremonial candles, and tell him to uh, light them anytime that he misses the crew. <laughs> <laughs> 
and we'll be there oh. in spirit with you, Bobby. Aww. Uh, well, he... he's done well, really. He actually talked to it very well. He did. The life of a pirate. Mm -hmm. From a, a terrified boy atop the crow's peak in the ship, he's now like a, a brutal slayer of men. Mm -hmm. He really oh, is. should have Bobby kill someone. Yeah, probably. Okay, should we go there and help them clear out some of the skeletons? Yeah, I think we can... I don't know if Koibu's cool with it, but I think we could maybe hand wave We can that. hand wave that. Yeah, yeah. we can just okay. let some more time pass while you while you work on that. Let's go there. Let's um spend money on refilling our base up, our home base, and let's yeah, spend we'll some money get on getting some supplies for them. So we'll go to Crystal Cove and buy all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. so I've already dropped... Are we, are we saying 15 people go now? I've dropped 15,000 yes. silver. Okay. Uh, and um, then we'll also want some supplies. Yeah. Um, so let's say each person needs... Do you have 1,500 gold you can drop? Yes. Again? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 15... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be... So now yeah. we put 30,000 silver into this. Are we able to get our um, the armor? Yes, we're well going to pass enough time that you're going to be able to get your armor and you're going to be able to get all the things. I think we're going to be spending... Um, I'm looking at how much time it's taking to do all this, plus all the spell learning and the healing and um, all this organizing stuff. I think about a month is pretty good. And we'll yeah, also I think it's fold... worth laying low anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. And we'll fold into this month your trip out, at the very end of the month, your trip out to the other island where the other ruffians are, where the bard was once upon a time. Nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and that will take us all the way to November 15. And just, just for McTacky out there, they were in Oaktown on the 14th of October, Port Ferris on the 15th of October. Is another time. Almost Bobby's up. birthday, Captain. Almost. Uh, uh, we yes. would have spent Wiley's birthday with him, October 9th. Yeah, we would have celebrated Wiley's birthday for sure. So we'll celebrate Wiley's birthday. Nilrim will bring in the armor with ESP on to Merlin. Mm. Um, probably the captain to help him too. And Merlin sees this, this breastplate with a cod piece attached to it with like a, a lock that goes in the back where the breastplate like attaches here and locks on the side. He's, he's already tied up. He doesn't really have much way of rest, uh, resisting. And there's enough strong armed people here that there's no chance for him to get out. But he looks at the suit of armor with concern. What? I thought about it a long time, Master. How to make it so a wizard can't cast spells. And I've done it. What is that? Some sort of torture device? Their greatest weakness. Armor. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna lock and me in that cage? I'm gonna lock okay. you up so you can't cast ever again. How, how can I ca teach spells if I can't cast them? It won't work. You fool. You can teach the hand movements, you fool. You haven't been using magic this whole time. You'll be Fritz's fully teeth. fine. You just won't be able to call the magic. What if I need to, to use the bathroom? He'll point to a little hole in the cod piece. <laughs> Do you want me to use a bum flap? No room will start putting it on him, and um, he's going to cast Aldrich's Discriminating Door on the lock. Uh, 
and he will think about what exactly he wants it to do. Um, only I, Nilrim, may ever use this key to open the lock. Wait, Aldrich's discriminating door allows a... Yeah, yeah, wait, but if there's a we, key, yeah. if there's a... You just throw away the key, right? And then you should be able to open the lock at will? Yeah, he'll just say, um, only I, Nilrim, may ever be able to open this lock. Cool, yeah. Then you have to destroy the key so that the... the physical lock is undone but that should be fine if that works then yeah, yeah that'll work yeah okay great it's tossed into the depths of the ocean never to be found by anyone ever again and merlin the wizard is now forever trapped in this suit of armor with a little flap on the backside from to poop Uh, with that we're gonna go to our break and when we come back from our break we're gonna head off to i think it was called yuma is the name of that town um sounds right we'll investigate some people so we'll see you soon bye-bye hello everybody and welcome back to tides of death our party is ready to set for the seas again to find some new pirates to join their cause perhaps which ship will you be taking to oh we're taking the big ship in the hopes of uh recruiting a number of people mm. no room's gonna sink the small ship um and put it in his bag drink not sink yes i shrink I was like, what are you doing? That would, be, that would be bad times. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, we're going back. This is the Scarlet Island we're going to here. Uh, I think we're dropping people do... off in the Skeleton Island, and then we're going to Yuma. Sure. Yeah, yeah we're this, just going to hand wave this, this... going to Angel Island. I'm sorry, to Sulphur Island. You drop people the off. The Sulphur Island. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Sorry. Oh, I see. Yeah, you go to yeah. Sulphur Island, you drop some people off, you kill some skeletons. It's fine. Um, and then you head over to White Sands. Now, yeah. White Sands Island. Last time you were here, you had Wiley to lead you. And it's been a long time since you brought Wiley here. So you don't know if you can remember the directions like he gave them to you that one time before. Um, yeah, the other option... I think Wiley's coming. Oh, you're going to bring Wiley with you? No, Wiley stays in the base, right? Yeah, but who's going to be there with him this time? Bobby's gone. I guess he probably needs to stay with the wizard, yeah? And yeah, Janet. I think and Wiley this... needs to stay. Yeah. Yep. I think we, we run the ship with a skeleton crew here, so mm -hmm. we leave more space for people if more people want to come. Excellent. And are we going to be landing in Yuma and trying to find our way to Deadwood from there, possibly with someone who is in Yuma? Or are we coming from the backside and following Wiley's directions as best as you can remember? Backside, I, I, I'm sure we would ask Wiley for new directions. Yeah. Well, he tells you that you gotta, you know, find the mountain that looks like the blah blah blah, and that's the point at which you turn. But like, that's a pretty vague direction, and if you fail your one check, you're just lost in the desert. Um. So we're trying to get to. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I for some reason my roll twenty map was different. Yeah, I had to re refresh. Yeah. Um, so you're saying if we land in Yuma, we're going to have troubles we with land the in guards Yuma, we there. We can get a guide, but we're probably going to have guard troubles, yeah. But okay. we're on a legit Do boat. Do they remember us? Yeah, no, we're on a, we're on a, boat. We're on a legit boat, yeah. Mm -hmm. we, we land, land in Yuma, Yuma, then. 
Excellent. We make port in Yuma. Your new big ship pulls on up, rests in the dock. You step on out <clears throat> and me. Everybody has armor. Yeah. Uh, where's the shield then? Back in base? No, the shield's oh, yeah. going to be on the ship, just um, in like a very. How low are you going to stay? How are you going to not walk within the aura of the shield the whole time? How tall is the ship? Do we have a crow's nest? You do have a crow's nest. Let's keep it up there. Put the shield in yeah. the crow's nest. What if the weather is bad and the ship begins to toss from side to side? Well, the, 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 the guy the on duty nest. would have it, right? Because mm. he's like the anti-lightning bolt guy if the oh, lightning yeah. comes from above. Okay. That's actually, that's very clever. That is clever. It's very wise. We tie the shield. See <laughs> why you're the cleric. We tie the shield to the crow's nest yeah. with enough slack that the guy can pick it up and hold it. But I okay. don't want the guy, if he ever falls overboard, the shield, you know, goes okay. with him. So everyone except for the people who rotate through the crow's nest have armor? No. The four of us will have just, armor. Just those okay, four. Just the yeah, four of you. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Fuck giving it to everybody. Great. <clears throat> the four of you have armor as you step in to Yuma immediately. One of the guards wearing um emblem of the white prince trots on down the dock, heads over to where you are. It says, uh, <clears throat> howdy there, strangers. We need your papers to bring to the harbor master. Uh, due to <clears throat> unfortunate circumstances around these parts, we're gonna ask, ask you to stay on your ship until the harbor master can confirm all your papers. That's no problem. Uh, shall I wait from here? Do you want my papers now? Please. To both accounts. Right. There you go, good sir. Yep. He takes your stuff, trots on back to <clears throat> the town, leaving you guys alone for 20 minutes if you want to talk about anything. But otherwise, I'll, I'll lean over to the captain. Do you want me to take him out when he comes back? You know, no, 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 Archie. Let's play it cool here. You want me to lightning bolt this town, Captain? You want to burn it? Nope, not this one. Not this time, Nora. But uh, thanks for the offer, though. Always good to be aware of my options. But no, not this time. Let's just... I, I could prepare a call lightning, Captain. Yeah, you could prepare a call lightning. You could drag them all into the ocean, I suppose. But no, I think this time. Let's just let the man do his job. Seymour right. picks up a brick. Woo, woo, woo. No, not now. Not now. Wait for the signal. Um, uh, yeah, we wait. The man comes back. Harbor Master has reviewed your papers. Uh, yep, you're all cleared to come on in. Uh, may I ask what your business is in town? Fucking your mom. <laughs> no, no, ignore him. Uh, we're making a pilgrimage to the... I heard there is a, a town of bad repute in the center of the desert. Deadwood, is it called? Well, I don't know if it still stands, but once upon a time, there was a fort built out there. Yes, sir. I was actually hoping to go and check the place out. I've heard that there might be buried treasure there. Well, you've been listening to a bunch of tall tales. Occasionally, some folks find an oasis out those parts, and uh, maybe there's some travelers going through it, but if you're looking for buried treasure, you might as well be digging on the beach. But hey, don't let me tell you how to run your life. Uh, you're well, welcome to leave your ship here and die in the desert, and uh, you know, your ship can pass on to the White Prince and you'll be happy about that. So, With all, with all due respect, sir, uh, you are a god and I am a mighty ship's captain, so I'll, I'll be the one deciding where and when is best to search for buried treasure. That being said, uh, is there anyone in this village of yours that may be able to act as an escort or a guide to Deadwood? 
to this oasis. You know, Sheriff Brownlee's parts would have been able to help you out with that, but he got killed some months back. Real tragedy. I looked at the captain. Pirates showed up, slaughtered yeah. a bunch of folks. Was that um, us? He doesn't say loud. Mm -hmm. We've run into some pirates ourselves. We've barely fought them off. Oh, Did you hear what happened danger. to Oaktown? Did you guys come that way? You must have. Well, I mean, a ship like that could go against the curve, I guess, but you must have come through Oaktown. How's it looking? We hear it, it burned to the ground. Whole sound. Didn't look good. I saw... The keep and all? No, 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 no. It keeps fine, but town. Town went up in flames. Do you see it? I got a look at it, yeah. I did see uh, what looked like some destruction. It looked like the place was uh, uh, being visited by the authorities. Well, Crimson's Fist came through, apparently. Set it aflame. They captured the captain of them. We'll, we'll, they captured it. You heard a lot about the Crimson Fist? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think those were the folks that came through here and killed our sheriff back before oh, they were before they were anybody's. Mm -hmm. what, what have you what have you heard about them? Well, I hear they're run by Captain Starbuck. Mm hmm. He's oh, pirate. Were... been in these parts for decades now. Have, have I heard, you heard he's the greatest pirate alive. alive. Yeah, Starbuck have, have sounds you... like dreamy. He, mm -hmm. he is. Have you, have you heard uh, what, what, what why they're called the Crimson Fist? Yeah, you got a real mean, tough, brutish-looking guy. You know, uh, no hair up top, tattoo across his chest. Um, he's got big, meaty hands the size of meat cleavers. And they say, when they're done with you, he ties you to a mast or a post somewhere and beats you to death in front of everyone. Ooh, that's a... What's the tattoo on his chest say? <laughs> you know... I don't know if it's a picture or words. They just say he's got a big tattoo across his chest. And he kind of you looks over. Archie, is your shirt open right now? Is, uh, I'm, I'm topless. I'm always topless. He kind of sounds like you, Bachi. Yeah, actually, that's he does kind of sound like you, buddy. That sounds looks like you. Bachi wouldn't have to fly. He's a big brute, but uh, he's friendly as anything. Oh, no, yeah. I'm a, I'm a baker. He, lo he looks tough, but even this one here could beat him in a fight, I say, pointing at Norm. Well, I don't know about that. Norm will well, punch Archie in the stomach. Uh, hey, now. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that really hurt. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> well, y'all have a pleasant day, then, and uh, try not to die in the desert. Thank you, sir. Right. <laughs> Takes like, a good... Are those the Crimson Wait. <laughs> He's thinking to himself. That guy does match the description of him. And they were talking about buried treasure and going to the place where all the bandits were. I gotta go talk to the sheriff. Normal. Wave at the guy. Hey, wait. Yep. Uh, normal pull out 20 silver and hand it to him. Thank you for getting our papers and documents to us so quickly. Uh, we really do appreciate that. Let us know if you need anything uh, in town. Sure thing, boss. He takes the silver and looks quite surprised. And um, if you check back into those thoughts, they've sort of drifted to like counting coins as he walks back to his post. Like one, two, okay. three, four, five, six. Oh, well, guy's kind of nice. Eight. Oh wait, hold on. I got lost track again. One, two, three. <laughs> Normal go and uh, he's happy with that outcome. Nice work. I give Norm like a, a raised eyebrow as if like what just happened there. But don't say anything. And uh, I'll head back to the ship, I think, and I'll just shout up to the crew that uh, we're going to be here for a few days. 
feel free to um, make land and enjoy yourselves. They do. And yeah, we will head to the tavern and hopefully try and find a a guide. I'll, you head to the roughest tavern in town. Yeah, I go to the roughest tavern. I go up to the uh, <clears throat> I go up to the the bartender and I say, Barkeep, I've traveled long and far. I'm looking for a specific ale. It's called the Screeching Owl. I've heard that they only serve it at midnight. Do you have it? Well, it only is in stock after dark, sir. Fantastic. Do you know if, uh, if I were to come back here for a pint, might I find a companion to drink with? Sure, sure thing. I, I bet you'll find lots of like-minded friends here around, around after dark. Great. Well, in the meantime, I'll just have whatever meat you're usually selling. Of course. This here, it's called Stinkfoot. And he puts a nail down in front of you. Ah, aptly named. Nice, mm -hmm. I'll take a swig. Um, I'll take a swig and I pass it back to uh, Sale. And then, like, get the next one and pass that back. I will take it and greedily guzzle it. Yeah. It sort of tastes like a stinky foot, but it gets you drunk. Um, yeah, so we're going to wait here for the ruffians to come in. Mm -hmm. Well, not too long after you're sitting in, hanging out to your bar, you see one of the ladies that works here. One of the ladies that works upstairs here, if you know what I mean. <clears throat> um, wearing a big feather boa, coming down the steps. Stops over at the bar, gets herself a, a small little drink of something, like a little shot of sherry, uh, and begins to sip it. And makes her way over to the man with the largest feather in his cap in the room. Which just so happens to be Captain John. And then I said to him, what do you want me to do? My mouth's only so big. <laughs> Everyone laughs. And to who do I owe the pleasure? I say as the woman walks up. Well, my name's Enchantress. This here's my establishment these days. And I'm just noticing you must be the captain of the very fine ship that's sitting out in the harbor. Is that true? Perception is legendary, indeed. It is are, are all these boys yours? She says, motioning to your crew, plus some other people, plus a couple of people who aren't in your crew. No, well, maybe the stink guy. Can't rightly claim all of them, but uh vast majority of them, yeah. What is a fine, outstanding man like you with such a large and sturdy crew doing in a place like this? Well, you see, darling... We're out here looking for treasure, the buried kind. Looking for a town named Deadwood. Heard it's an oasis in the desert. Hmm. Riches beyond imagining, that's what I hear. I see. Um, and she sort of takes a seat on the edge of the, the area that you're sitting and uh, begins to just, you know, pleasantly chat with you, asking questions about just sort of like, you know, making small talk about what you're doing around this area um, and being yeah. rather sort of polite and flattering with you the whole way through. Um, and then, you know, she orders another drink and you get the distinct impression that she's ordering it on your tab because she's sitting next to you and sort of motions like one for me and one for him. I want her to roll a charisma check to see whether I would pay for our drink. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> exactly how it should work. Um, a 21, it's a narrow pass. 
Oh, yeah, fuck it. She can drink. That's fine. Right. Um, as the, you know, maybe 15 minutes later, uh, another pair of people come downstairs. It's another um, young woman and a strapping young man. And they both come down and head over to the same area where the three, the four of you are. Can I get charisma checks from the three other members of the table, please? Nilrum, Sale, Archie. Oh, (laughs) Sale. The other young lady comes down over and snuggles in right close next to you, uh, wraps half of her boa around your shoulders, leans in and goes, Now, while that man might be the captain, I just know you're the brains of this operation. Is that right? I'll give her a smile and I'll say, Well... I'm more like the soul of the operation. Mm-hmm. And she, like, cozies in close to you, trying to share the the small seat that you've got with you. <clears throat> Did you say she has, like, a boa constrictor? No, no, like a feather a boa. Oh, I was like, how does she have a snake? Yeah, she wraps a snake around your neck and... No, 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 that would no, be no, a just... cool NPC. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say that, well, I hope, you, hope you're ready for a bigger snake. No, 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 no. Um, but they settle in and begin to chat with you. It's clear that they work here, probably in some sort of prostitution service. And before their hours normally begin, they're looking for some good company that might pay out later in the evening. Um, the 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 strong gentleman um, completely. Well, I shouldn't say completely misreading, but with the one that Pokemon Challenges has rolled here, he is sending out the exact wrong vibes to these people coming down the stairs and well, the, I'm feeling, the str- I'm feeling like Archie's just pissed drunk at this point the He's strapping young man old shoe, yeah. he thinks that you're you're looking at him in that way and mm. the boy comes on over <laughs> and uh, sits cross-legged in front of you hi what's up you look pretty strong I am pretty strong do you think you could take me in an arm wrestling contest? He puts out his arm. <laughs> Do I think guys can get over here? <laughs> I mean... Hey, hey, John, do you think you can take me in an arm wrestling contest? Wait, let me see him. Stand up. <laughs> God, let's see it. The guy gets up. He shows off. He's not wearing much, just some, like, you know, little booty shorts. Um, and he's built. You know, he's got 16 strength. I don't know, Archie. He looks pretty strong, but I'm not sure that he can uh, use it in the same way you can. You guys should put some money on this. We should get rich off of this fool. All right, let's do this, buddy. Yeah, I've Nilram got ten gold. Absent-mindedly flicking a mithril coin that he has cantripped into existence, up and down, and he's catching it. Okay. Well, after you call him a fool, he realizes that you're not actually flirting with him, that you're just so drunk, you're just sort of staring at whatever happens to be in front of you. Uh, but mm-hmm. he will arm wrestle with you with a... Look, he's letting you win, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got me. Wow, you're just so strong. I know, right? That's, I'm, I'm, that's, that's like my whole thing. Hey, <laughs> collect some money from this guy. <laughs> and he put, you know, slides a couple of silver across the table to you that he lost in the bet. <clears throat> Okay, I'll, I'll take it. my tank all back. You think you're strong enough to carry another round of drinks over here? Um, do, do, do I think I'm strong enough okay. to carry? Wait a minute. He's completely oblivious to this. As I come over to the table, I will roll a charisma check to see if I work out what's going on here. 
Which I do, and I will whisper yeah. to Archie, and I'll say, Archie, I think he's a, a prostitute. I think he's flirting with you. You maybe want to, uh, well, listen, your money's your own, but he might have the wrong end of the stick. Part of my French. Uh, hey, listen, buddy, uh, I'm here to get drunk, arm wrestle people, and listen and sing to some sea shanties. I'm not here for anything else. You got it? Gives you a polite nod and um, quickly scans the room. Finds another mark oh. and waddles on over. Well, I think, is there someone on the crew who I know prefers the company of men? Um, some of the women on your crew prefer the company of men, and there are a couple of young yeah. lads on the crew that prefer the company of men. You get the impression that prostitutes don't really care to whom they are soliciting their services. Yeah, well, I'll, you know, I, I got to these I'll ones. Point them in the right direction. Mm. Yeah, he thanks you politely and heads off to one of your other crew members. Um... Yeah, it's one of the ladies on your boat who, you know, howls at him and quickly throws some copper coins in his direction. Uh, your night progresses, or your afternoon progresses. Everyone gets a little bit drunk. Eventually, things begin to not quite slow down, more pick up as the evening goes on. The, um, the day people leave, the ruffians yeah. and the drunkards come on in. The I music kicks up a notch. Mm -hmm. Correct? Yes. So uh, I could change it from... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I w you've been playing with a mithril coin, and that's yeah. going to catch the eyes of a couple of folks in the bar as you're, like, playing with that going back and forth. The first person... <clears throat> Oops, it's the wrong die. Uh, the first person is a, a young gentleman who's got, like, a nice fancy coat on that buttons all the way up and down. It's got these, like, red... Um, patterns that weave throughout it that are like light red and dark red with a little bit of gold trim through it and he's got like a nice baller hat on and he steps on over and goes well sir i gotta say there are two things that are impressing me here at this table the first is that you are in possession of mithril coins which i would love to talk to you about but the second is maybe the one that i'm actually here for the way that you move that coin back between your knuckles what is going on normal uh, put the coin in his hand, disappear it, and open it up. Be like, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. That is a fantastic trick. Do you take that trick on the road, young lad? He smiles. It's someone finally appreciating him. You know, he looks to his crew. None of these guys think his tricks are cool. None of them think of, you know, when the food comes around, he spices it up with his <laughs> can trip. He makes it taste better. <sighs> finally. He looks at the guys like, trick. Oh. I don't, not really. I'm, uh, I'm with him right now. Probably for well, the long haul. My name is Mr. Audacious, and I run a traveling circus around these parts, and I've been looking for some new talent. And if this is what you're doing, idling your time in a bar, I am certain if uh, push came to shove that you could perform some fantastic illusions. Is that true? Little shrugs. I, you know, I can do a thing or two. Have you ever considered the life? Oh, well, thank you. And he takes a seat. Have you ever considered the life of the traveling circus? Elm shakes his head, orders food over. Um, Let me tell you about this, son. You go from town to town. Always a new town. 
always a new day. As a performer, you don't have to do any work setting up or tearing down. You just show up, you do your thing, you get paid, and then you get to spend your money in town that very day. And then we're on to the next one. You make a friend in a town, that's great. You'll see him again in six months. You piss someone off, don't worry about it. You're gone the next day. Someone in a high position, like a like an illusionist, like a, a magician that we're looking for here, great attention drawer. I mean, <laughs> sometimes attracts attention to the White Prince's men, but they quickly realize that it's just a, you know, sleight of hand trickery. No big deal there. But the commoners, you see, they don't quite catch up that quickly. They think it's something special. And you will find yourself at the, uh, <clears throat> with women at your feet, with, with children at your, with anyone who is interested in what you got to show coming over to say hello and see what's going on. You get fame, you get money, you get prestige, you get to see the world, and you don't have any responsibilities. It is a wonderful life. Norm will, uh, once the food gets over, he will <clears throat> put his hand over it and have probably glitter fall mm. into the food um and it will spice up and aromas and flavors of bland food that was amazing and then how'd you make that glitter appear and it's not even in my food he like you know pushes the, the peas aside looking for stuff that's fallen out of your hand that is amazing so is magic not illegal in uh, the white prince's area how do you have uh, illusionists yeah some what? I mean, magic is illegal, but, you know. And he pauses. And he, like, looks more closely at what you're doing. He's like, is that magic? I thought I thought you were just pulling tricks really well. Normal, look at the captain. I was already kind of looking over at this guy anyway. And I start to listen a bit close enough, but I didn't do anything. Yeah, straightens his vest. <clears throat> Cocks his hat again, goes, well... I mean, magic is a... Uh, <clears throat> I'm not trying to get my fall. I told you, White Prince's men come around these parts wherever we're holding shows. I I, <clears throat> I think I must excuse myself, sir. He gets up. Have a, have a pleasant day. Him have him sit back down. He sits back down uncomfortably, looking around, pulling out his collar, letting the hot air escape. <clears throat> uh, I go and sit on the stool next to him. My captain's going to have a chat with you here. So we can come to an understanding, and you might be able to help us out. You adventure all around this island? We go from port to port. Listen, you out here trying to poach my mind. And take uh, kindly to that. I am Mr. Audacious, and I... Audacious hmm. is right. Well, where do you get the nerve? I thought I he was... sorry for the next 12 months. I thought he was just a common street performer who was uncommonly good at his craft i did not realize the man i was speaking to uh, i apologize do you though i do can we trust you you can i look in Nora. don't give him a shrug I'm not looking to run afoul of anything that could cause me harm in my life. Whatever You're gives me the longest life expectancy and the most money is what I look for. And I see no money in any part of this conversation, past or present. We might have a job for you. Well, we have uh, you... up in. Well, he'll. Wait. No one will whisper to the captain. Yeah. Wait, no wait, one will whisper. Oh, oh. oh, good. Okay. Good night. Go on, go on. No one will whisper. Um... You know, we have our up-and-coming island. This guy travels from island to island. Maybe he could give it a little bit of uh, publicity. To the rougher crowd. I, I'm not. I, I said to, I go back to the guy and say, 
Audacious, uh... Mr. Audacious. This buys a drink to apologize. Of course. <clears throat> and he, uh, gets up, snaps at the bartender, he gets the attention, holds up his fingers, orders around. <clears throat> Thank you. I take a drink. Sin, uh, no hard feelings. I understand how it is. I'm an enterprising man myself. You know, you're just trying to make some, some coin out here in the, uh, the cold, dark seas. I get that. Your, uh, your traveling show would take you to Sulphur Island? If there were a town on Sulphur Island, I would stop there. Well, how about next time you find yourself on the outer rim, uh, sailing around that end, when you stop by Sulphur Island and see what's going on there? Is it safe? By the time you get around there, give it a few weeks, a month, two maybe. It'll be many months before we make it back around those parts. We're just following the coast, uh, following the, the currents. Then it'll be the safest outlander, uh, safest island in the rim. Well. Okay, then. Anything in particular I should look for while I'm there? Tell, uh, tell Mr. Brophy that we sent you. And maybe on your trip around, you know, we can pay you for uh, doing a huge performance there and you can promote your performance and uh do you want if the captain would maybe i could show up as your illusionist and provide uh, a performance of a lifetime for people a special one-off show perhaps maybe audacious listen go about your business we'll enjoy our drinks and uh what three to six months we'll see each other again well gods be with you all but one he says as he stands up and pats the table and walks away Okay, um, we probably do no room. I lean, lean over not... to, to John, still really drunk. Mm -hmm. Tell me if I'm wrong. Was that guy a prostitute? Was he trying to come on to us? That guy? I say yeah. Queen Go Audacious. Uh, no, not he, that guy. He's a, he's a fake magic man. You sure? Yeah, I think so. He just dresses a bit. He seemed like a pro. Okay. I mean, maybe if you pay him enough, Archie, I don't know. No, no, I'm just, I'm just trying to figure this whole prostitute thing out. It's a weird game out there, but yeah. listen, you're doing all right. I don't think, if you ever change your mind about all that kind of thing, I don't think you'd have to pay for it. Well, that's, that's, that's you're nice. You're them away. Yeah. A little bit too hard. Yeah. What were you going to say, Captain? I was going to say that uh, maybe we shouldn't go around shouting about the island too much. We do kind of want the authorities still to think it's abundant. Right? Yeah. Is that what we want, or did we want it to be, like, a an up-and-coming place? I think, for now, for now, we want to keep attention away from it until we're a bit more secure. Understood. Um, alright, I will... After having enough drinks, I will, like... I pick up my empty glass, right, and I fucking launch it against the wall, smashing it, and I stand up on top of my stool and say, Ahoy there! My name is Captain Waterford. I am the captain of this great vessel you see in the docks. I am looking for a local who knows this place well to guide me and my elite crew here to the oasis of Deadwood. You'll be paid handsomely and your safety is assured. There's some looks around. People look amongst themselves. Some folks go back to their games. Man at the piano picks it up again. But a group of three people walk over in your direction. Let's see what we got here. Uh, we got two women and a man approaching you. 
they're all sort of youngish in their 20s, maybe early 30s. Uh, and they wander on by, take a look at the three, four of you, plus the, you know, the ladies that are sitting on your sides. <clears throat> Don't I know you? He says, pointing at Archie. Are you... Well, Didn't I... time for this. I, I'm, I'm not going to pay you for sex, okay? It's just not going to happen. <laughs> not interested. Didn't I watch you beat a man in, just cave in his face, and there's blood and guts and brains all over the place? Um, that, well, you must... I mean, you must be confusing me, but if that did happen, it would have been pretty cool, right? Something like that. And you, he says, pointing at Nilrum. Didn't I see you stab a bard in the back and shove him off Norm. a ledge? Norm smiles wide. Yeah, I think I know the four of you. You were with that old man with one hand. His name's Wiley. Yeah, we saw you in Deadwood. You lose your way? Yeah, that's right. We need to find our way back there. Is that people still out there? Yeah, of course. Right, it's a well, nice little that. safe haven. Need we'll lead you. Yeah, we're on our way anyway. We we leave day after tomorrow. We got one more day of stuff to do in town before we head out. We can take uh, you there for a up. small fee. How small are we talking? One gold ahead. Done. I'll see you in a day. Back here? Uh, yep. Day after tomorrow in the morning. Well, yep, not too right. early in the morning. We'll be here. All right. He uh, reaches out a hand to shake, take yours and shake it. Making eye contact the whole time. Yeah, I, I shake his hand. What'd you say your name was? I look over my shoulder and I say, uh, John. John Winters. Nice to meet you. My name you is, uh, <clears throat> my name is Agatha. Agatha Summer. Agatha Summer. Ah. From Noble Stock as well. No, I'm from Summerland. Island uh, just up the coast, uh, up the, the route away a bit. I see. Well, a lot of us commoners from that place have a last name of Summer. How'd you get the last name of Winter? You went, you a noble? In a past life, perhaps. I have not had the trappings of nobility for many a year at this point. I'll crack up laughing and say, you haven't had the trappings of nobility in years, John. <laughs> Listen, Sam, you don't know who I was before. You, you know, you've not known me that long, okay? I lived a different life. I was whining and dining the fanciest people in all of uh, Redport. Oh, you wouldn't know Redport. <laughs> I'll drain my drink. John. The woman on John's lap at this point and Sale's lap at this point, both independently and slightly spaced out from each of you, asks if you have business upstairs with them. Um. Yeah. I, I just I sort of think about it and say, yeah, why not? Sale? And I will wander off upstairs. Sale uh, has been looking to feel anything, so he will go up as well. Mm -hmm. Would you each. Uh, Fucking real. Shell out um, gold a piece, please. Absolutely. Okay. Sure thing. And can I get charisma checks from the both of you, please? I give her an extra gold for an advantage on my charisma check. 
Sure. The sales engineer. Yeah. He's just like, he's not even, re he doesn't even really want to be there. Sales just crying. Sales nice. just looking nice. to nice. feel. <laughs> it sounds like you're, you're in a lot of pain right now, Sale. Yeah, for sure. He's, uh, he's doing it like, it's like the bravado thing. Like he went up just because it's like, this is what people do. Mm-hmm. Then he goes up there and he like cries a little bit and then falls asleep. What is, what is the source of your pain? Is this, is this your brother, Bale? I think it's it's the mixture of just like being completely uprooted. I like it's all really starting to hit just how chaotic and strange his life is now. Mm. And it's like taking an emotional toll. It's mm. it's like an emotional debt that has to be paid. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I get that. Uh John, you you paid extra money for an advantage on your charisma check, you say. Yeah, I didn't I didn't need it though. Yeah, no, that's that's real great. I uh I, I'm drunk at this point. I stumble into the room and uh I say, is, it, is this your room? You got clothes up here? Mm -hmm. Let me take a look. I, I open her wardrobe and I look. I, I want to look. I'm looking for something that kind of looks like um, what one of the Inquisitors might wear. No, she doesn't have anything no. remotely similar to Inqui Inquisitor clothing. I curse under my breath. What about something like a noble lady might wear? Yes, absolutely. Okay. She's got a big, poofy dress with frills. All right, listen, put this on and uh, go in the bathroom and get changed. And then when you come out, I want you to act like um, your husband's asleep upstairs and he's like really fat and he doesn't get you off. And you want me. And, uh, you know, you're a bit older than me, but you kind of like a young guy who's got a bit more energy. And I'm like sneaking in through the back window. Yeah. Mm hmm. Both, Absolutely. Both, uh, metaphorically. And literally. The noble <laughs> lady and the it. commoner. That's right. Exactly that. Okay, go on. Go and get changed. Mm -hmm. I pour myself a drink and wait. Yeah. No, she, she will absolutely change into this and do the whole bit. 100% role play and everything. You know, she insists that you call her uh, Lady Silvertongue. And, you know, she's got the whole, the whole bit down. You get the impression that this is not her first rodeo. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, great. Right. Make that helps. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. We Couple can make days the rolls pass. for me. Uh, yeah. I don't worry about what these dice sounds in the background. <laughs> okay. I'm faking rolls. There's nothing here happening of value. I'm just making sounds to buy time. Um, is there anything else you want to do in Yuma, or can we just skip a couple days? No, I think, yeah, we can skip a couple of days. That was fun, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A couple days later, you meet up with these folks, and they take you to Deadwood. They bring supplies. They bring provisions. They know a route. They take you along the coast, and at some point, they just start turning inland. Um, they don't really tell you what they're looking for, and if you ask, they, they're kind of quiet about it. Um, they want to keep the, the route them, that they know kind of secret, because it is... A distant, difficult place to get to, hidden in this like little valley out in the middle of the desert. And a couple days later, you find yourself in Deadwood. This distant town, surrounded by desert in all directions. Um, not much I will, going um, on here. Give the four gold to our guides, mm -hmm. and I will say to them, "We're actually here." Not for buried treasure. We're looking for recruits. 
You ever heard of Sulphur Island? Yeah. White Prince thinks it's cursed. Overrun with the undead. Thing is, we've cleared it out. There's a whole town there. Buildings and all. I keep even. Waiting to be taken. I've got some of my excess crew there. Setting up shop. Doing some fishing. Fixing up some of the houses. Making an honest day's living. Looking for more recruits here. On this island. And uh, since you led us here and you were here last time. You know we're serious. I make the same offer to you. We'll pay you a year's wages. A thousand silver. And the supplies are already there. If you want to leave at the end of the year, take your thousand silver. That's fine. If you want to stay, 500 silver for the next year. And then after that, you're on your own. To do what? Says Agatha. Listen, I've been sailing around the rim for a long time now. It's getting pretty annoying having to lie to all these harbor masters, sneak past all these inquisitors. I want somewhere that I can dock and feel safe. Somewhere I can run my business without fear of the White Prince sticking his nose in. And to do that, I need an island. I need a town. That's what we're setting up here. Well, it's the whole point of this off. place, she says, motioning around. Ain't no White Prince men out here. If they could even find it, they don't think it exists. Desert will get them. You'd need a, a whole division of White Prince's troops to find this place and put any pressure on it. <clears throat> yeah, I appreciate that, but this place is kind of out of the way. The chance of getting semi-legit traders coming here, it's pretty low. Listen, we're working on removing the White Prince's influence from the Outer Rim. And part of that means having some influence of ourselves. I want an island out there, so you don't have to go, but the offer's there if you want it. Well, I can't accept an offer like this without having seen it myself, but next time I'm in that direction, I will swing by and see what it is. I'm not going to uproot my life for, what was it, a thousand silver? Just to find out that it's some pisshole in the middle of nowhere. Fair enough. Well... We'll be heading back there with whatever men or women decide to make the choice to come. So if you want to lift, check it out. Who leads to us come. down now after Spike's untimely end? She shakes her head. Well, it's kind of fallen to bits and pieces. Me, <clears throat> me and my crew control this northern bit, she says as she leads you in towards up here. Um, that's where we are. So maybe the largest faction about, but... I got a, a live and let live policy going on. We all need some escape from the law. As long as we can all live here together, I don't see any reason why there needs to be one person in charge. Fair enough. Not how I run things myself, but it's respectable. Well, uh, you say it's your crew, your land. Hopefully you don't mind us making this offer to the people here. That is the reason we've come. I don't know how you run things, but all of my people are free to do as they please. We don't abide the White Prince's approach. Fantastic. Well, we'll be on our way. Mm -hmm. and, um, I think maybe we split up and just wander around the town for a few days and just striking up conversation with people. And then if they seem, you know, once we've got a bit of rapport with them, um, drop the offering. Rather than being one big group and kind of being a bit intimidating and it being dead formal, I think it better it's better as if it's like, uh, you know, have you heard about this place that's been started? You know, there's a bunch of pirates there. It's going to be the next big thing. What do you guys think? Yeah, normal will go around and look for kids. <laughs> of course. <laughs> what do you think, uh, guys? Say a lot, you. You think we're better off doing like one big presentation? Or making it more natural, splitting up, having little conversations? 
Well, <sighs> not really the man to ask for this kind of thing, Captain. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I like, <clears throat> no, I like showing up big. I like rolling up. Seems good to me. And his trance worked in the past. Yep. Can I cantrip a megaphone? No. <laughs> uh, but uh, do you mean can you make your voice louder? Yes. Sorry. I was can I make Captain's voice louder? Mm, cantrip. Uh, I think it's going to be limited to you. Yeah. If I enlarge the Captain, would he be louder? I suppose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we could do it like that. Um, well, maybe we'll do both plans then. Why don't we split up, spend a couple of days here drinking, spreading the word that there's going to be some events. Maybe you can drop a few details about it. And then at the end of the two days, uh, we'll have a scheduled thing where Norum enlarges me and then I'll give like a pitch to everyone. Well, Norum will cantrip himself, go around and scream as loud as he can. Uh, Event in two days at the Oasis... All mm-hmm. show up, free alcohol. Okay. Uh, while you're here, every day that you're here, each of you is going to take a gold to stay alive. There are services out here, but they're very expensive. They're a gold a day. Um, oh, and if you okay. want to buy booze for people as well, you're probably going to have to shell another like 30 gold if you want to buy booze for everyone here. So uh, two days. I'll drop, I'll drop yeah. 40 gold. That should be enough. That should be enough. It. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, goes and... around, looks... Oh, sorry. I was just going to mechanize what you're probably about to say so go ahead and say it no one goes around looks for a kid um are there any kids running around i'm looking for a tinkerer i need someone to make my ships for me there are no children in deadwood no any one brings is anybody no. whittling a stick maybe no knife? i mean there, okay. there are maybe some craftsmen but no one's skilled in craftsmanship that's fine yeah um I'm going to go around the table and ask each of you to explain to me how it is that you try to recruit people. And then based on how good of a recruitment strategy you have, I'll have you make a charisma check with a bonus or a penalty. And then based on how well you do a charisma check, we'll, um, at the end of the week when you make your big announcement, we'll roll a certain number of dice to see how many people you recruit. So let's start with... Archie, also known as Barchie. When you go about through the town... How do you try to recruit folks? What's your approach? Listen, I know one thing, okay? And that's that we need strong men, formidable men, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, um, I, I, he's not very skilled. He's not a talker. He just goes up and, uh, to any strong people. Um, maybe, like, he even, like, looks for workers that are working out on, like, a dock or something, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, he's going to he's going to like maybe help them out a little bit and then like tell them about this nice working opportunity that might be coming up. All right, uh, why don't you make me a charisma check? Just a, a flat charisma check. Twenty nine. Okay. I'm gonna record your results and we'll do some of it later. Next up, <clears throat> uh, just going across the line here is Greenzerg. What is your approach to recruiting people? Um, well, I mean, are we talking about recruiting them or are we talking about getting them to come to the pitch? We're talking about just the recruiting. I mean, when, when you, when you're talking about getting them to the pitch, they're going to ask what it's about and what are you going to say to them? You know, I want to, I'm talking about it being aspirational, right? I'm talking about how the white prince's grip on these islands is tightening and the kind of money that we can make is drying up 
people are finding it harder and harder to scratch out a living. There's less and less people around these days. What we want is to rid the outer rim of the White Prince. And to do that, we need a shining beacon, a town that is free of his grasp and able for all to pursue whatever business they want, be that legitimate, be that illegitimate, be that piracy, be that dealing in illegal substances. I want to put money out there to let people do what they're best at. The White Prince is trying to stop you doing what you're best at. He wants you just to listen, to do what you're told, to be a servant. That's not the way humans are. It's not the way we're designed to be. Only in this cursed set of islands does it work like that. The White Prince needs to be gone, and we start with the Outer Rim. And it starts yeah. with this town on Sulphur Island. Make me a charisma check at plus two. Uh, easy. 34. It's a solid, solid roll. It's very good. Um, next up is Potato McWhiskey. What is your approach? My approach is very much so i'll go up to them and i'll talk to them hey you guys want to make some money want to get some land you want like a new life you guys sick of living in the desert oasis this place is expensive it's warm there's not really enough water around here listen we got an empty town okay there are already houses built there you just got to put roofs on them you guys pop in thousand silver for the first year you get your own plot of land maybe you start farming hey maybe you want to be a blacksmith you could be whatever you want in this new town okay what are you sitting out here in the desert Drinking yourself to death. Come do something real. Give me a charisma check at plus three. Uh, there. And that doesn't include your plus three yet, right? No, that doesn't. That's just the baseline. So it's 31. And John, yours didn't include your plus two either, did it? No. And last but not least, Nilrum, what is your approach to gathering people? To gather people, he will let everybody know where it is. He's going to enlarge himself and use cantrip, and he will let them know if they do not come to the meeting that he's going to fucking kill them. <laughs> he is a magic user, and you can see him running around the town with magic, and he will actually kill you if you do not come to the meeting. Yeah, I mean... He'll shoot off a lightning bolt in there. I don't know if that helps or hurts your cause. <laughs> a little bit of both? For some people, it's going to... I'm getting people to the meeting. Yeah, make me a charisma check at advantage. <laughs> okay. One, 28. The old lightning bolt assist on the charisma check. <laughs> Works every time, baby. When you do it. Oh, we're good. We're all right. So you spend a day uh, a day talking about all this to people, two days talking about this to people, and the next night you gather everyone around the oasis, and you're going to give them, you're going to enlarge the captain, and you're going to give them, like, uh, the the final, you know, pitch. So this is the yeah, one that... I'm going to enlarge the captain and ESP myself, and Nilrim is going to go around and tell me if I hear anything cool. Yeah, people are talking. Um, the news of a, a new Deadwood that isn't in the middle of a shitty fucking place where there's sand everywhere, because everyone hates sand, um, where there's access to the water, where, you know, the white... Where you could basically have Deadwood, but better, with access, with better water, easy access to shipping, 
all yeah. good stuff is popular idea the idea that you could have land and you just need to go find a house and put a roof on it is a popular idea the idea that you can make your own um your own way in life is pretty nice the fact that there are other like strong people there too is all pretty interesting but when you hear something that sounds too good to be true it probably is so everyone gathers to hear the final pitch on this thing um and John, if you want to make a speech, you can make a speech, or we can just go straight to the die rolls. If you feel like these charisma checks have been good enough as is, we can just die roll it. Or if you feel I like you half, want to try and I've got half I've got half a speech that I'll I'll give and then sort of summarize the ending if that's alright. Sure. Yeah, okay. So I stand up on my soapbox. I say Pirates, thieves, brigands. Nay! I say entrepreneurs, merchants dealers. The White Prince's grip is strangling the life out of the commercial enterprise across these islands, suffocating the bright spark of human innovation. What he calls contraband, I call an emerging market. It's time to put an end to the tyranny of the White Prince, and that revolution starts here, on the Outer Rim. We have already liberated an island, Sulphur Island. It's free from the filth of his control. It's got houses already built. They just need a little bit of fixing up. It, he won't be there, and this is where I'm running out of speech, but then I summarize the, the offer of basically, you can get some land, you can get a house, I'll pay you a thousand silver for the first year, you can keep that, supplies will be provided. I'll even give you a lift there myself, basically. Okay. But imagine it being as grandiose as the first part. All right, well, I will up your total number of people that you can recruit from 10 to 11 D6. And would you roll Ooh. me 11 D6 for the number of people that you recruit to your cause? 34. 34. Oh, yeah. 34 of the folks here in Deadwood are willing to take a risk and come with you. And... Um, Yeah, it's fine. That's good enough. 34 people are going to join your cause. And they'll all leave. Uh, they'll go with you. Are you headed there right now, essentially? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you don't need to pay for a guide back then. They will go. And you'll walk into Yuma with a crowd of 34 additional folks. You said you brought a skeleton crew out here. Well, it's good because you're going to need room to house yep. all these people when you head back towards Yuma. Can we do Yuma. a speech in Yuma as well, Captain? We're going to be leaving anyways and... Mm. There are White Prince's men here. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. Okay. We could maybe phrase it as a business venture, but... No, I think we should be honest yeah. with people. This is enough for now, anyway. This is good. Small community. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, so, Neil, I'm going to need to fork out another thousand silver for these guys, which I'm happy to do. Do I need to put more money for supplies? Yes. Same again, like before it was. No, 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 because they'll need less money for these people. Okay. Like the initial investment is larger. So instead of um, each of these people needing another 100 golden supplies, each of these people will need 50 golden supplies plus the thousand silver you're offering them. So, so it's 1500 silver per person times 34, so 51,000 silver. Is that right? That'd be 5,100 gold. We have that? Yeah, we've got that. Okay. Um, We're not paying them that up sounds front, right. right? 
I'm paying the thousand silver up front, I think. Or maybe not, actually. Well, yeah, no one was going to go around an ESP. Is anybody planning on fucking dipping after they get their hand out? Yeah, let's not do the thousand gold up front. I think we probably do half up front. No, no, no. Half. We give John Brophy all of the money, and John Brophy oh, is going to divvy it. it out every single that's month it. to the mm -hmm. people. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That mm -hmm. makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and the rest of it, you'll have to pay for like supplies, which will hand wave as you stop off in ports yeah. on your way there and pick up some supplies here in town. And we're not going to worry. We're not going to spend too much time on that crap. Okay. Um, I mean, just for the record, guys, we've still got about 12,000 gold. So we're doing fine. Yep. I think we need to do a heist, though. Like the stock back up yeah, yeah let's yeah, drop these people off and then let's do a quick heist well we can do a quick one but i think we should maybe start thinking about something a bit bigger yeah i agree i mean if you want to do a big job we can can we go back to yeah. the the big um map yeah i'm gonna roll a d12 to figure out which side of the map of the clock we pillage nine o'clock that's where we've been recently. I would say that's like a... Is a that? Reroll. Oh, wait, no. Sorry. We've been near eight, uh, 10 o'clock. So uh, 9 o'clock is over here. Yeah. Is it fine? You guys want to reroll it? We can reroll it. Why is that I for? I uh, where we're going to go pillage a ship at. Oh, yeah. But just before that, Neil, I want to just tell Brophy that you've got a lot of gold here, Brophy, and there's about 50 people down there that could probably bust in here and kill you so what you're going to need to do is go around find the best fighters and pay them a little bit more i'm not trying to step on your toes i know you know what you're doing but i'm just saying you're going to need a little bit more protection here to make sure things run smoothly yeah yeah he get, he's got yeah. it he's got euclid um he'll grab some other folks he'll he'll make yeah. a good run of it all uh there's just one thing i want to stop on is when you get to yuma um, and you spend probably like you'll get to Yuma in the evening and need to take off in the morning. So there's like another night in Yuma back at the tavern. Um, Sale that that woman that you spent some time with. Um, I think her she said her name was Enchantress or Enchanting. You were kind of drunk. It's some Enchant to something or other. Um, as yeah. you stop by the tavern, she seems to recognize you right away and like quickly comes over to say hello. And not in like a I am fishing for a customer sort of way like she comes up to you and is just like honestly nice to you and like puts an arm around you and it's like hi how's it going uh, it's good so good to see you here you that see you here again i was worried about you you said you were headed off into the desert and so many people go there and never come back i i was wondering if it was going to swallow you alive how was it it was it was great me and my crew were I like kind of like wave to my friends like we're pretty confident. I don't think oh, there's anything in this world we couldn't take on. You know, it's good to have good people at your back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How, how are you? I, I guess you were you were just here in the tavern, right? She shrugs. Well, you know, work is work. You do what you can to scrape by a living. She kind of looks over to the others. They all look uh, pretty pleased with themselves. Well... You know, we're. I could tell you about it, but we're doing like a little business adventure thing. We're setting up a new town. I mean, new a town? Yeah, we're setting up a new town. We need a little bit of muscle. That's basically Where? I've been dying to get out of Yuma. 
I mean, you, re- you don't. She in- she like points to the the woman that was sitting next to John, who's like currently standing near a balcony with the the red feather bow. This woman's got the green one. I'm looking down and everything. She goes, "Don't don't tell her. She'd get she'd kill me if I took off before my debts were due." But I've been looking to get out of Yuma for ages. Any chance you could take me to this new town? Get away from this place? Uh, I'll think for a moment. We're not leaving tonight. We're like leaving tomorrow morning, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll talk to my crew about it and see if maybe we have spot for you. How, is that fair? Sure. I mean, I don't know what a new town looks like, but any place has got to be better than this place. This filthy backwater. Well, I'll tell you what. If I get a yes, we'll tell you a little bit more about it and you can make your decision whether or not you want to go. She plants a kiss on your cheek and heads off to the pool table looking to find someone to extract money from. Perfect. See ya. Um, great. What, how you how do you about her? pitch it to uh, the team? I will talk with crew and say, hey, uh, one of the girls from that night we were drinking where Archie kept thinking people were prostitutes, uh, she came up to me and she said she wanted to get out of town. Now, I don't know if we have room for a townie, like a person from this town. But I mean, like, what's one more person going to hurt like, if they come along? Yeah, that's a great idea. We start a brothel in the town. Every good town is a brothel. True. Should be the first, one of the first things we should get going, really. She could be... Oh, man. If we bring her for... Like, if we pay her... She sets up the brothel, and we're friends with her. She gathers info from the tavern people who go there. This is, this is actually a great idea. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll go tell her right now. To get her Are stuff. any of her friends interested in coming as well? Yeah, that's actually a good point. I'll say it to her. I'll say it to her. It works out. Ship tonight. <laughs> tell them we'll let her run it, and uh, anyone she wants to bring that'll work there can work there as long as they want. <laughs> This is like we're setting up like the, the company town where like we pay all the money yeah. comes straight back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, we make gold coins, but with like John's face on them, you're only allowed to spend Yeah, after the conversation, I will, you know, I'll, I'll make my way back into the tavern and I'll see if I can find her and I'll let her mm-hmm. go. And, you know, if any of your other friends want to come and, you know, if you've got debt mm-hmm. and someone comes after you, We'll look after you, don't worry. She, like, when you mention other friends, she kind of grimaces and, like, oh, I was trying to get out of here without raising any flags. I was hoping just to disappear one morning and never be seen again. I worry about telling the other girls and boys that news might get up to, well, to the owner, she says, pointing again to the woman that was sitting on John's lap. Uh, well, how, how much is your debt? How much you owe? 700 gold? What the fuck did you do? Okay, you're coming along. Maybe bring one trusted friend. She scans the room. And points out at the guy who tried to hit on Archie. Bradley. That's the one. That's, you He's new what? here. He doesn't Good know point. much. We need, we need, I mean, if you want to set up your own place, we need people to serve all types. Well, I'll, I'll serve anyone that needs servicing. Uh, or, or, or service is all needs, if that makes more sense. I, yeah, I understand, great. yeah. Great. Uh, great. See you tonight on the ship. Where, the one out front? Yeah, you just hop on. We'll, we'll stow you away. And great. No one will ever notice you were gone. 
How many people did she get sale? Well, you know, it was, we had to kind of get out quietly because she owes the lady here 700 gold. I'm not paying 700 gold. That's no, like we'll look at you me. confused. Why don't we just kill the lady? I mean, you could do that if you want, but then you also got to convince the ladies to come with us. I just thought it was simpler. Take a couple with us now. We can get more later. No, we'll call a few ladies over. Mm-hmm. Sure. The trio trot on over to you. Why, hello there, fine fellow. Did you wave us over, him. or were you, were you waving at someone I, else? He nods, um, and he'll pull out 50 silver and put it on the table. How much money do you guys all owe in debt? Each one of you individually? I'm a, a benefactor looking to pay it off. Did you come all this way just to take care of little old me? Why? I mean, my debts shouldn't be any of your concern, but if you insist... And they kind of, like, look to see if you're serious about this. Uh, the color of that money is going to have to change a couple of times if it's going to pay off all of our debts. How much is it? One of them will pipe in uh, 10 gold. Someone else pipes in 30 gold. The third one pipes in 50 gold. Um, he says, okay, go run off and I'll, I'll, pay, I'll pay it. Just give me a little bit and I'll talk to the captain. They had three uh, of them head off to go talk by the bar. How do you feel about, uh, and it'll normal softly point at the owner of the bar, the lady. How do you feel about we one, get rid of? Is that the one I was with now? The one up top is the one that you were with. Not, the one not that the, the owner. owner? No, that's the owner. Same one. Same, same. Oh, okay. How do you feel about getting, getting rid of the owner, Captain? And then uh, we can take all these uh, lady and men for ourselves back to our island. Have a proper brothel going. Two people isn't going to be enough to please, you know, a town of 50. I look up at her. I don't know, Nora. We kind of, we spent quite the night together. I feel you a gone, bit... You gone soft, Captain? You get all sentimental. Well... You, you know, it was nice. Do you want to have a... Do you want to have an island or not, Captain? With your own, your own brothel. Are we just going to get girls from a different brothel in a different town? They're right here. What I'm more concerned about is your unwillingness to pull the trigger when everything we have is in front of us, at our fingertips. You know, a friend is worth more than a few gold coins, Nora. It's good yeah, to know. Yeah, but a lady that you fuck in a night isn't a friend. Well, hang on. She's a business owner. I bet you. My month's pay. That if you go up there right now, she wouldn't be able to tell you your name. Okay. But if I get it right, okay. I can do what I want in this tavern. Fine. Wait here. I uh, I, I wave up to her and like uh, call her over. She goes to you, go, shh, and then sort of like comes downstairs looking around. Town boy, my husband's gonna see you. Get upstairs right now before he comes back. <laughs> Say, uh, uh, just before we get to that, um, shh. What? What's my name? As far as I'm concerned, your name is Townboy, and you had better speak to me in a more respectful tone. Spitting of my Normal station. Smirk. <laughs> no, no, wait. Cut the act for a second. Like seriously, do you know my name? She needs to make a charisma check to tell if she's supposed to stay in character or not. 
Uh, oh, natural 20. She realizes that you're being super serious. And she like softens her posture away from this like rigid noble woman to like a more casual, relaxed ladylike figure and goes, Johnny, how could I forget you? I, I haven't I had that much fun in a long time. I was hoping you'd come back. I smile and look to Norm and say, listen, we're going to have to take a, we'll leave in a few hours, okay? Hey, and man, <laughs> his, uh, his last name? She looks over to you. He did not give me a last name. There's very little Norm time for that. Smirks. Because I think when they first met, I think he gave him the full name. Captain John Waterford. I don't think I'm misremembering. Not to her. No, not to her. You're, not, you're not killing you her. All right. You're not doing it. I go upstairs with her. I go and make, I, I go and relive my fancy again. No one will give Sale a look. Shake his head. She I'll has, uh, you know, she goes off to change. Um, and this time she has the added benefit of having someone storm in near the end and makes you escape out through the window. Oh, wow, that's great. I, I, I dive and do a tumbling check as I get out the window. Yeah, please make me a tumbling check so you don't take falling please damage. Please take damage. <laughs> this is so Actually, make it at disadvantage, please. <laughs> okay. Your knees are weak, my friend. Oh, it's fine. You land uh, on the ground. No, I give her a wink. I, I land, I look over, I give her a wink, and then I'll, uh, I, I run out. Mm -hmm. <sighs> uh, pay up another two gold, please. Oh, yeah, of course. Amazing. We'll take the, uh, the man and the lady and we'll leave all right we're gonna take enchantress or enchanting or encounter or something like that and bradley um and we'll leave behind the lady of this place and all that other stuff and um ship it all back pick up some supplies on the way and before you know it you can be back in sulfur island the new burgeoning town on the outer rim once destroyed by the undead minions of the White Prince and left to sit and rot for generation upon generation. Now, growing pirate town. Excellent. I think um, Archie could maybe, I don't know how much time we want to spend here. Probably not, actually. I was going to say he could help fix some of the houses, but they're probably okay. Do but we, uh, we like... Go ahead. I was just going to say, we probably let the people meet John and explain what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, do we want to like micromanage the town at all, or do we want to just kind of like let them leave like, it up to die rolls like, with our John over here? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think mean, we leave like, Brophy through. Like set up the main town in the keep, or like set you know, or do we just like let that all kind of happen in the background? Well, I think we do set Brophy up in the keep because I think he needs some sort of yeah. like discouragement from people just killing him and taking all the gold. So hmm. we'll make our fifteen like live in the keep and then we'll bring over people slowly to fill out the town but our people will hopefully look after brofri and not you know yeah because that that souls are damned right so the serial killer is not here i'd like to make that okay yeah, so, yeah i haven't forgot about him yeah true yeah. <laughs> okay um and then we're gonna swap ships and do a pillaging if that's fine with everybody yeah, yep. we can do a pillaging. A quick so, pillaging. Just a quick pillage. Back by lunch. Quick pillage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we put the ship away, we pull out the long ship, and we go on the long ship because we don't want to sully this ship's name. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. This is the, the undercover legit. ship. Yeah. This is the undercover yeah. legit ship. Got it. And we're going to head we... just south. Sorry. Go ahead, Sal. Well, actually, um, let's leave our crew. Well, I'll let the captain decide this. 
Captain, do you think that we should just leave our crew here and then let them help fix up the town? We have the ship right here. He'll pull it out of his bag. It's in the bottle and everything. And then we'll come back and set sail from here. I look to the crew. Um, yeah, sounds good. Okay. I'll, um, we don't need to pay them, but I'll go and just explain. I'll go and explain to them and just say, you know, we're going off on a bit of a different adventure with a cut down crew. Uh, we haven't got time to go back to the base, so if you guys can stay here, maybe help out around the town, fix up some houses. Mm-hmm. Oh, should should we tell the um, the natives not to attack the town? They might think it's yeah, the we white do need, men. We do need to do that. Um, that's a good point. We'll spend that's some time doing do. that then. We'll row, go up. Well, I'm thinking, could we not maybe just give Brophy a letter from us? That maybe signed with But it with depends. The, like, are they going to attack friends? first or ask questions first? Hmm. Yeah, it might be a case where, like, if someone wanders a little bit too far away from town, they get picked off, and then you've got attrition. Yeah, that's Let's true. Let's spend some in-game time going up there. We okay. probably be hand-waved, but yeah. Sure. Um, Before you go, that woman mm -hmm. that Sale talked to... You know, now, now that you've brought her here to this place and everything is getting set up, um, the brothel that she is in theory going to run, is that going to be in the keep sale or is that going to be out in the town proper? Uh, usually inside a keep, you have like the keep and then you have the courtyard and there'll be like a nice building for servants to live in, in a courtyard, mm -hmm. in a keep type thing. So she could probably have it set up inside the courtyard, but not in the keep. Got it. In the courtyard of the keep. Great. No one would say that we probably want it in the town because it's the most accessible place for the common folk who are going to be using the brothel. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Okay. Sure, sure, if that's what you want. Um, she will also say it's like everything is set up and you spend a couple of days in town setting things. Uh, she'll pull you aside at one point, like near the end, when it's clear the ship is being packed up with people and some folks are being left behind. Um, and she'll kind of like grab Sail by the elbow um, and look up at you and say... So, I, uh, I know I already said this before, but I wanted to, to thank you for getting me out of Yuma. I, I made some bad calls. That woman up back there saved my life. She asked me how much her, my life was worth, and I, I said it was a thousand gold, and that's what she put my debt at, and I've been working it off for a while. Um, I don't know how much longer I could have lived. It's not a, It's not a great place. I just... I wanted to thank you one more time for bringing me here. And I wanted to tell you my my actual name. Um, it's not en Enchantress. That's just a way to make ends meet. Uh, my name is Eris. You, you lied to me? I, it was part of the show. We have a rule. <laughs> it's the first rule. <laughs> is we never lie to each other in this room. <laughs> Well, I wasn't part of your crew before, but I am now. That's true. That's true. I'll I'll let slide for now. And you, you came clean. You were honest. Sorry, I was so, so taken aback by your reveal. What, what what was your what was your real name? Eris. Eris. Yeah. Well, I'll give her like a, a lordly bow and say, "It's a pleasure to meet you, Eris. Welcome to your new life." Nilrim, um, while on the ship, I just want to make this explicit. He would have went around with ESP, 
mm-hmm. and see if anybody was doing anything weird, untoward, anybody stealing. Um, he's going to read surface thoughts. Any any bad eggs besides himself? <laughs> there are a couple of questionable people here. I mean, you're hiring pirates or, you know, questionable people. There's definitely some folks who are thinking to themselves, like, I bet I could take that guy for everything is worse once we get on the island and he gets a couple weeks pay, but I can wring a lot out of him. You know, one person's thinking about getting money out of someone by brute force. Someone else here is clearly a con man of some kind and he's looking for easy marks. That's sort of the... That's sort of the folk you're getting here. No one is outright planning on murdering or being, like, overly destructive. But when you're trying to get people to move to Louisiana, you you hire criminals and prostitutes, and uh, you get criminal and prostitute mindsets, so it's fine. No one's going to call the con man over Mm -hmm. and ask him if he's interested in working for him. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm coming to to this uh, town. You know how to do the shell and... uh, Shell and ball trick, you know that? Yeah. Okay. No one will give him a hundred silver. Tell him that he wants him to set up a shell and ball game, and run it for him. Shell and ball shop, where you do the you know. And then what? You you get a cut of my profits? You know, ten percent looks at the money you've given him he considers shell and ball games difficult with a group like this you know they think they get cheated they come break my neck i'm in favor of you it the, i just need some protection you come by okay you can put uh, it yeah, up yeah. uh you know what i can get the passers by no problem but this group here look at them look this at that one fighter playing with archie uh, over there he could kill me make the shop uh Make the shop named uh, Nilrum's uh, Shell and Ball Shop. Can I work Put on that name, name on. a little bit? You can work on the name. Just have Nilrum there so they know you're under my protection. Will do. He reaches out a hand. Pleasure working with you. I don't shake Conman ha- Conman's hands. So, what do you do with yourself We're in the tonight? Same game. He laughs. He laughs. You're a good sport. Uh, I'll, I'll set up your name. 10% of profits go right back to you. I'll uh, set it aside. Make sure Brophy doesn't see it. Normal cantrip uh, uh, mithril coin in his hand. He'll flick it, flick it towards him. And as he tries to catch it, it'll just evaporate. You can see the look of disappointment on his face as it disappears. I'm going to walk uh, off. All right. The rest of your crew, or the rest of you, all of you, can come back around the backside with Nilrum the Navigator, you can sail up the river all the way to the lake, back to that ruined town where you've seen spirits and ghosts and whatnot. You know the passage up the mountain to the the area where these locals have fled. Um, just going to do a quick encounter check for monsters. Ten is definitely no encounter. So eventually you can run into the, the folks here who live here. It'll be more days and days of traveling to get here. We run into him, we tell him what's up. Mm-hmm. And unless they have anything to say, we. <clears throat> if we have to talk them into it, our main thrust is that this is going to weaken the White Prince in the outer room. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, I they're all sort of in favor of resettling this area. They just, yeah, okay. they have some serious concerns about the viability of this. They've seen the, what the White Prince can do. They think your town's going to get overrun, but they promise not to intervene with the folks down there, um, to leave them be. And hey, if it works out, they might come join back too, if they can finally reclaim their home. They're just, they have very little faith that this effort is going to work so early. Yeah, fair enough. At the very least, could we like maybe have like a small bit of trade between the two settlements? Like maybe the people will come down, like you know, bring furs and stuff like that, or and then they can pick up. Yes. Whatever things the people in the town produce. Yeah. So they can't. Let me zoom in. This over here. If you're zoomed in on that island, you can see that this this tall uh, butte right here is where they had that outlook. And the town is here on the very tip. So they can make it all the way to the tip of the town via some paths that they have and lower baskets down on ropes to the town below. The cliffs are hundreds of, like, a hundred feet high or so, so they're super fucking dangerous. But if you've got a rope and a basket, you can lower stuff down and, and raise stuff back up. Uh, and so some amount of trade can be done that way. Nothing too heavy, nothing too big. But small things, worked goods, um, food, fruits, fish... Why would, the, um, it's why would the White Prince? Like... Sorry, go ahead. Why would the White Prince be really mad? He was mad at the Kaiser family. He's not mm -hmm. mad that the island exists. He was mad that they wouldn't work with him at mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. The Kaiser family is wiped out supposedly mm -hmm. to him and mm -hmm. gone. Mm -hmm. He shouldn't, in my opinion, be upset that a people are resettling here in a different mm -hmm. way. Well, he might turn up and demand uh, taxes or demand bending the knee, right? And then he's got the same problem as before. Yeah. I think the other thing is, didn't this island serve as like an example, like a reminder of his power? Like, this island is purposely empty, and mm -hmm. it's that way because I want it to be. And there's also, like, these people have been raised for three generations in the wilds with yeah. this, like, mythos that their home was taken from them and they can't return to it because the White Prince will kill them if they go there. And it's very mm -hmm. hard for people who have been raised with, like, this is our history yeah. is on the run yeah. to, to, on a dime, change and recoup it. Um absolutely yeah so i think you're probably <clears> right <throat> nilrum you're probably a hundred percent right but they are not ready to hear that news yeah. yet yeah it does give me a thought though that one of the biggest things we could do to quell the white prince's power in the outer rim is to if we see his ships we should probably do something about it we, we want them killing his ships. we want them to think that you know it's dangerous out here for them yep let's do that let's go and pillage and look for a white prince ship then not too All big right. of a ship. So our yeah, crew well, boards, they're long One boat. second. We take the anti-magic shield off of the ship, mm. and we are going to put it on the longboat. Okay. We're going to take it with us. All right. Um, what about ye old um, armor spells? Armor they're spell. gone then? Do we want to drop it off in the base first, Captain? Or do we just want to go without armor spells? I don't want to go without the armor spell. Not off the last time. So then let's go to the base... Drop we'll drop off. the shield. Yeah. And then, you can drop yeah. off the rest of the crew then. You drop off the ship. Yeah. Um, do you leave yep, the big works. ship in a bottle with you, or are you leaving the ship in the bottle back home? The big ship in a bottle. Um... Might as well have it with us. Yeah, let's have it with us, just in case. Great. Yeah, but we drop the crew off at the base. I was going to say, um, this ship also has a mast. I don't know how reliable you think it would be to like strap the shield to the top of the mast, but it would basically protect us from lightning bolts. The mast on the ship is actually quite small, and so if you tie it to this mast, you will pass back and forth and through its aura. 
Okay, fair. Yeah, it's a it's a just a, a wee little Viking ship, you know, just hitting the coast of England size ship, not a not a big one. Just the good old days yeah. style ship. Okay. We go and search for a white prince's ship in the nine o'clock area. Yeah, we will also uh look for ships weighed down with booty. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As well. Well then. Hmm. We don't have enough time to run any such encounter today, or even really start on any such encounter. Um, so Ooh. as we set sail, what what other things are on our our party's mind right now? You've got a your secret base that needs magic to be teched. Now you've got an open, well, semi-open base just in a town on the side of the sea that the White Prince's yeah. men could come and get. And if they do decide to come for it, they do have numbers and armor and weapons yeah. and might be able to take it. So it's sort of a little bit vulnerable. Um, are you worried at all that the White Prince might come and ransack your base while you're away? A little bit worried. I think we need to start diverting. I, I think now that we've started doing this, we need to take it a little bit more seriously. So I think what we should be doing is diverting attention away from it. So if that means we were talking about killing Inquisitors, I think maybe the next land-based thing we do is on the opposite side of the rim and kill an Inquisitor in an, in an island and cause some shit there just to draw yeah. attention Let's away from Let's go to like the 3 o'clock area and start doing stuff over there to draw attention away. But I also do think that we need to start making sure that White Prince's ships don't get an easy ride in the outer rim. Like, they can't just be cruising around here. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing from a player perspective that we haven't done in a while is also just like kind of gone on a kind of adventure. You like just checked an island and found like a town. Something, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Like maybe some kind of loot item or something, right? We've we've done a lot of like aggressive warfare type stuff. We mm-hmm. haven't done like an adventure. Yeah. That's true. Which we can do now that we've got papers, right? Yeah. More easily. It's hard so... to do adventures right now because we need to kind of protect our island on the left. Well, side. there's so much we've not seen in the outer rim that we can kind of maybe do mm-hmm. similar things. You know, we could destroy one island and then go to a couple one over, one a couple over that we've not been to and do some we need adventuring like a lead there. Or just to go to islands, yeah. Yeah, I think like maybe just because like, well, like the map is pretty empty, so maybe hitting like one or two islands. The next... Yeah. Yeah. So I agree with that. Yeah. We've got a few different things we could do. I mean, it was just a thought that I had. No, no, I think it's good. If we go, if we go towards like Jamuba, we can maybe look for ships and stuff to fuck with between like Jamuba and Varex. Like there's like three, yeah. four, five, six, seven islands over here in this little zone um, that we can cause some shit out in a few, explore, do some adventuring in another. But yeah, maybe we'll go around these, this area next. Yeah, sounds good to me. Do we want to go the route of <clears throat> talking to townsfolk and getting them against the White Prince? Or the route of we attack towns and they realize, oh, the White Prince isn't protecting us. All of our tax money is getting just used for no reason. Why are we paying him? Like, I honestly think we need to do a bit of both. Yeah. The I think general it's going, it's going cons- Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, no, go ahead. I was going to say, it's, it's going to depend on a town-to-town basis. Some towns mm-hmm. are going to be loyal, some towns won't be. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. loyal towns, burn them down. Disloyal yeah. towns. And that's, that's very much what I was going to say, is that many of these places out here are already, like, 
begrudgingly accepting the White Prince because there's no other choice and are otherwise kind of happy to be rid of him. And then there are a few places like Angel Island where the White Prince's presence is like very noted and desired. Um, yeah. Yeah, but as Sale said, like, there's a lot of folks out here that are would be happy to be free. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. If we're going to control the Outer Rim or at least stop him controlling it, we need to know what's going on in each of these islands. Like, we need to really be categorizing islands. Like, are they loyalists or are they yeah. anti-white prince? So I think let's just... start going and uh, adventuring on the islands then. Let's start going yeah. and seeing what's there. And then if we see, like, a white prince ship on the Outer Rim, we fuck it up. We'll fuck it up. Classic yeah, ties of death adventuring. Yeah, great. Hell yeah. So we're going to start going and figuring out what's on each of these islands. I think that's a good path about it that's yeah. fantastic and i think that is a perfect spot to wrap up our session i know it's a bit early and we started a bit late but these are the time constraints we have so we have will a few good questions yeah give us the good questions captain winners given the melee issues linked to poor health rolls um are you considering some ranged alternatives yeah yeah i've been considering ranged alternatives for a while mainly because i have high decks <clears throat> problem is um I kind of built the character around melee fighting with the free block and that. If I was going to use ranged weapons, I would want to use a bow, but it requires two proficiency slots. So it's like, do I use that? Um, I do have 10 stones on my character sheet, which I keep there for this ranged attacks. This campaign is a lot of time that goes by. Can you not learn how to use a bow from Euclid, maybe? Perhaps, but it, it literally it costs two weapon proficiency slots to get. Can't you sometimes be given those, though, just for like good RP or like learning? Yeah, if you want to dedicate enough downtime to learning skills, you can learn skills without the level up required. There you go, Nick. Yeah, maybe I could do that. Or I do have dagger proficiency, so I can always throw daggers as well. Um, I've got options, but yeah, using a bow, I think, would be good for ship-to-ship -ship combat too. Plus ship-to-griffin combat, right? Yeah, I mean, we need some ranged attacks, and John does make a relatively good archer with his high decks, so yeah, why not? Mm. What is your favorite moment in the campaign so far? I would say mine was probably today's, where they just rolled really, really, really well, and we were able to get John back. Um, yeah, it was that was fun. Excruciatingly. Nice. Um, I really liked a lot of the RP. Um, I think uh, a couple of sessions ago, just the the like storyline that like Koibu and um, Potato kind of built on the spot with 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 bale and everything i thought that was really cool and then also just like the very the one of the very first fights that we had with that master of arms the like super super close one that's like a really really fucking memorable moment for me yeah mm. i'm gonna cheat a little bit here and like name a couple moments one of the best moments uh for me was uh running around the island in the first few sessions and having absolutely no idea where the little thing was. I've also really liked Archie's roleplay. Like, he's just, like, absolutely hilarious when he's actually playing the Archie character. Like, I actually forget that it's Yan and it is Archie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've... <laughs> the ERP between Koibu and Nick has always been <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> well, well practiced. And, Thank uh, God we're really not in the same room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be too much, wouldn't it? The tension. And uh, I also really enjoy Mooton's playing of Nyorum as just like this absolute horrifying monster. So that's great too. Those are my moments. Yeah, I'm not sure about moments. I really, I think back to the first time we went to the party island and we were in the tavern 
and everyone was doing their own little thing, but it all descended into absolute chaos by the end of it. Of us, was Sale chasing the guy who owns the tavern down the, the street, trying to get yeah, the lockbox? Yeah, lock yeah, that <laughs> whole thing was funny. The lady in the bathroom. Usually, best moments are like fights, but I think in this campaign, it's just been all the role play. I've really, like, for me personally, I've just enjoyed. I enjoyed all the stuff that John did around. Um, Ferris, poor Ferris, and all that, and just there's just been loads of good role play, but like between the cast as well. I think the bale and sale stuff was really good, but actually, my favorite RP moment was probably sale and Archie's solo session with Abomina on the island. Just thought, that, so. The whole thing was hilarious, it was very good. I really like the tide to death role play, it's kind of sucks in Todd sometimes because of the, it feels like it's really time constrained. And the brothers are doing like a crazy fucking task, so it doesn't feel like we get much town roleplay going. But yeah, it's just because of who they are and what they're doing, which yeah, you guys are like near demigods, right? Yeah, like I'm it's... gonna talk to some commoner, like get the fuck out of my way. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Nice. But uh, I think the we I feel invested in Tombs of Scory because the characters have been going for so long, and also Absolutely, because yeah. of the the importance of the world. But mm-hmm. I feel actually like more. I feel. Like, I know John better than Milrim already, just through more, like, roleplay and more... I just feel like it's... The character makes more sense. Uh, better than... Emric. Um... Emric, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that, yeah. What about you, Koibu? What was your favorite moment so far? <sighs> Man. This is where you get to pick a favorite. True. Yeah. Pick me. Honestly, it's gotta be Seymour critting with the brick. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> <laughs> and then rolling an 18 for his decks, like Yep. It would be so funny if I just rolled amazing as Seymour. Whenever I rolled dice as Seymour, <laughs> it was always like 19s or 20s. <laughs> Next question is how do Sale and Archie feel about Nilrim's actions and the consequences they have led to for Captain Winners? Do they think Winners is really leading Nilrim? Um I guess like we're all just kind of looking at, or at least the way the way that Archie sees it, we're kind of looking at Milram like you know, like a necessary evil that is still under control. And also, it seems like we all kind of have this understanding that John is like the captain in name, and um, Archie's very loyal to him, which kind of gives That's him enough. a lot of power in the group. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um. And uh, it's not. Like, Archie doesn't really look up to John because he's this, like, perfect, like, authority figure to everyone around him. It's just because he trusts him and he's loyal to him. Sale? Um, I... Sale feels that John's position as captain is only really enforced by Archie. Um, Like, not to be funny, but, like, Archie... If Archie, I don't know, fell into a coma, John, you know, I'm John not sorry, would but... cease being captain. <laughs> like immediately, you're no longer captain. Um, He'd be a good first even, mate, though. Wouldn't even have to have the discussion. It'd just be a, an acknowledgement. Okay. John would just nod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, but while he is captain, Nilrim is willing to play along, which is good. I think Nilrim's happy. Um... With the current arrangement, you know, Nilrim kind of comes up with ideas and he 
rhetorically asked John if it's okay. And usually John's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's good. For, you, need for a fa- you need a face for the party, right? Like, he does, yeah. And John's the, a good front man. He's a good singer. That's it. You need, you need a front man, someone who can just be the public image. And even if in an actual fight, they're not all that useful. Or doesn't even really have to have the best ideas most of the time, but just someone who takes that role. Yep. Yeah. John's got good charisma, and that's what the party needs in the that's front. It. So mm-hmm. The party's working out pretty well. Um, make sure you check out the Patreon. I think we're like $30 away from oh. being fully funded. So even if you put Ooh. in a dollar, that would help out a ton. So yeah, check it out. Thanks. Thanks, guys. All right. We will catch you all next week. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you.